When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesco, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. The Friends Zone. I am here to do some good old-fashioned slut shaming. Yeah! <laughs> it's the screaming. Oh, thank you. It's My favorite yeah. part of the video. <laughs> Whoever the whoever the uh the first line nine words of uh act up by the city girls, that's who that was that said, Yeah, a real ass bitch give a fuck by the nigga. That's who that was. <laughs> now I played that clip because we it's time to do just that. Some good old fashioned slut shaming, because it's black history month. And we're gonna shame all the sluts that try to slut us out as black Americans. Prime example oh, this week, oh the BBC. Okay, the goddamn be the motherfucking BBC, which must stand for it must stand for bundle the blacks and colors because on sun <laughs> on um Sunday during the Grammys. Them motherfuckers going to say Beyonce's big night and put a picture of goddamn Viola Davis. Oh! You see no. this shit? You see, see that? Now, what kind of shit is that? British blacks. No. This is yeah. why. No. And, it, and, it's, and, it's, and the thing is, this was some white motherfuckers that did this. This wasn't even black people. This was white people that did that. Because I thought BBC was like, BET, but over there, but it ain't. No. It's just like ABC, but it's BBC. But do y'all, do y'all believe that they Channel. really felt that was Beyonce, or do they just know that it's gonna get attention? Because nowadays, I don't know what is yeah. true anymore. Two things can be true at the same time. All I know is both of them give us a reason. Like Luther said, give right. me the reason. They give us the reason to cuss their motherfucking ass out the way they've been playing with us. And in February of all months. Fuck y'all, okay? Now don't make me get to cracking British books. I ain't said nothing about that porridge y'all motherfuckers be eating for breakfast and shit. <laughs> eating, eating barbecue food with your breakfast, baked beans and shit. I ain't said nothing about that. I ain't said nothing about the hard water and the effect it has on dental hygiene. I haven't said anything about that, okay? But y'all gonna tell us Beyonce is Viola Davis. Now, Viola Davis, you did have one thing right. They both are black excellence and they both made history that night because Viola Davis became the third black woman to be EGOT. Okay, achieve mm. EGOT status. I and Beyonce won it. 32 goddamn Grammy Awards. Mm. That's older than mm. some of y'all grandmothers. Okay, some of y'all <laughs> with 32-year-old grandmothers out here. The point is, Viola Davis ain't no goddamn Beyonce. And fuck whoever wrote that and posted that bullshit during Black History Month. And we shaming you, you slut. And that's all I got. <laughs> Welcome to the motherfucking friend zone. Your weekly looking all things mental health, mental hygiene, and mental. That ain't no damn Beyonce. Okay, because who in the hell wants an inaccurate brain? Hey, friend. Hey, Sante. How you doing? <laughs> you know, I'm hanging on as best as I can. I didn't get my Chad. Beyonce tickets. Oh, um, I did. I was. Well, my I sister, found shout out to my sister. She came through to come through. We going to Toronto. <laughs> Damn. I'm relying on um, Crystal's 
witchcraft mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. y'all know she's the one. I told her, you go ahead and get the tickets. I'll be there. If you don't, mm-hmm. I'll cry with you either way. <laughs> just mm-hmm. keep me posted. I just know I will be there. I just would like, I would have liked to have secured where I would be. And I almost bought tickets to in uh, Spain or something last night. I was like, I'm going to just have to look Spain. at the international. Spain. We know the international dates keep rolling out. I like so, that. Like, I, I've been looking at I'm like, all right, well, one of these international dates is about to get it. So just trying to figure out who is about to get it because I might be alien superstar seated. I don't yep. know. Like, if I, I can afford any tier right now, I literally got a credit card specifically for Beyonce. So... And another benefit to going in Spain is everybody body rolls over there when they dance. Men, (laughs) women, children, grandparents, everybody body rolls. So you can have a good time. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. wanted to go back to France though. Stop to France. That's I was gonna say, didn't you and Crystal mm-hmm. see her in Paris? We did. Right and, uh, when they were in Paris, her and Jay Z were in Paris for the World Cup, and that nigga performed "Niggas in Paris." And oh my it was god, a it was a fucking movie. You'll okay, never forget that moment. I, will, I won't forget that for Fran. You remember those orange shoestrings that I gave you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the those particular, joint. those particular off whites. Those were the World Cup edition. And I didn't know that. Shout out to NJ who you sent really me those. Me. Like, um, <laughs> right? Because you see, shout out to NJ who sent me those like two months before. We love you, NJ. Congratulations Cop, on your new yes, adventure. Congratulations on we all of your endeavors. You, you deserve the world. Don't let nobody talk sideways to you. And if they do, play this here for them. If they do, I will NJ. fuck you up over some NJ. <laughs> MF. Okay, so NJ sent me them uh, World Cup edition Nikes, and I didn't even know that's what they were. I wore them the World Cup weekend in France when France wore the, won the World Cup in Russia. It was amazing. So I was like, you know, I kind of want to go back to France to see Beyonce because it was so blessed the first time I came. So. We were going to go to Vegas, but I don't know if that's Ooh. if that's happening anymore. I'll keep y'all posted, which would be good for me because it's closer. I don't have to go mm. to oh, yes. Coast. But... Friend, did you like the new Sizzle album? Um, did I like the new Sizzle album? Yes and no. Yes, because I, I fucks with SZA. I like her sound. I just like her sound. So, yeah. you know, she don't really have to do much for me. But I couldn't relate. So yeah. it's not an album I'm going to, like, bump and really, you know, be like, yeah. So yes and no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I was happy to hear Jay Versace's production. I thought that was super cool. Yeah. To see him expanding. Why are you, are you into it? You still playing it? Yes, correct. <laughs> this yes. ain't no warning shot. Case are you host for God? What <laughs> nigga? I love. So I'm I, sorry. I love. I'm sold. See, do it to you. Oh, let's do it to you. Like you like, you. like Kill Bill. I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe this is a song. <laughs> you like Weekend at Bernie's? Like, yeah. <laughs> like what was the dance? Some little shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, friend, how was your weekend? That's how was your weekend? How y'all doing? How are y'all doing? Yeah. How are your weekends? Mine was all right. I told y'all I've been a little bit checked out. I can't even lie. I don't know what planet I'm on. I am so just not fully present, not really into, not grounded into the new year that well. Um, I'm trying my best. I've been stretching and reading and a lot of I went for a hike, which was really nice. <laughs> Antoinette told me to take a walk. She was like, she's like, you ain't yes. she's like, you need to take a walk when you get up. She texted me this true. 
It's funny because I showed her the hike that I was on too. She's that friend that gets excited about hikes. <laughs> so <laughs> we love Antoinette. I love you, Internet. But yeah, just just been real spacey in, in my own world. But I did um I do want to say that uh Ari Lennox is in Portland today. And yes. Definitely gonna check her out. And then um Dexter, shout out to our homie Dexter oh, yeah. who's doing background. I know. I'm so nice. proud of Dexter and and Dexter obviously is in Portland with her, so that's going to be his dexterity. (laughs) But it was um, a lot of like live music this weekend, and uh, a lot of hikes, a lot of sleeping, just a little bit checked out, but slowly finding my way back into the new year. What about y'all? How your weekend? I had a good weekend. I worked. It was a working weekend for me. I, um, um, yes, the can bartender. We talk about this? It's all good. You know, shout out he to Bravo. Too. <laughs> Bravo, watch what, watch what happens live. Congratulations, brother. You look so handsome. An amazing look. Thank y'all so much. Love the Thank cardigan so sweater, right? Thank you. Pictures you know what I'm saying? Perfect. Thank Skin. you so much. It was a really good time. Um, it was a special episode of Watch What Happens Live. We actually taped that <laughs> yes, on Tuesday was. last week. Right, um, right. And it aired on this Sunday. But shout out to Ebony K. Williams and her new book, Bet on Black, the good news about being black in America today. Mm. And also her new television show, um, Equal Justice with Judge Ebony K. Williams coming to TV screens this fall. Um, Ebony's got so much going on. She also has a really good write-up in Newsweek this week, a, 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 a a rebuttal to her season on Royal Housewives of New York, um, season 13 where she literally pulled the plug on the entire franchise and now they completely Ooh. rebooted it. Shout out to Ebony, um, the ultimate gentle disruptor. Uh, but <laughs> she was there. Robin Dixon was there. Um, she was grilled by Andy Cohen. He asked all the questions that we were thinking regarding the recent revelation that she gave about her husband's affair with some woman um, in Canada. So a fuck that whole <laughs> over in Canada <laughs> no. not a thought no. but the thock that wine was fucking around with in Canada that whole over Canada um, but you know uh, she was sitting there and she said a bunch of things that were literally unbelievable to hear I'm not going to say they were lies but it was just unbelievable to hear and I was standing right there and I haven't been able to say anything about it all week Hell, we couldn't even post the pictures until when you go and watch what happens live as talent, when you the bartender or the guest, you can't post none of the step and repeat pictures until an hour before the show airs. And you can't post any pictures from on set until after the show literally comes on television. That makes so, sense. So, hell yeah. So I couldn't say shit about yeah. what had happened. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I was there. And what you guys saw on TV was a fraction of the, the questioning. It went on far longer than that. He asked her way more than they showed on TV. And when I asked her my question, they cut out a little section. Um, because initially, But it's available on Peacock, though. Yeah, but not the what they edited out. You know oh, okay, because I thought I saw someone say that there's like a more extended version on Peacock in case people wanted to see it. I don't know, but I don't know what's under what is what's in that tail when it spreads <laughs> on the Peacock. You know what I'm saying? But what I do Why know is commercial free on Peacock. Yeah, okay. they're gonna add the whole oh, interview to the end of the reunion part three, so you'll be able to see mm. that. Um, but when That's I fair. asked her my question about why she don't like Wendy, initially she said to me to me. 
I, I, I never, I didn't say I didn't like Wendy. And I was like, you literally said you don't like when I don't like when she's like, no, I, I never said I was like, yes, you said you don't like Wendy. <laughs> well, it's because of, and then she answered the question. They cut that little middle section out, which mm. I respect because she actually went through enough that night. And the team at Bravo is wonderful. Watch what happens live was so much fun. So shout out to them. Also, shout out and huge thanks to Ryan Mitchell, the Slay God. Slay um, God. Hell yeah. Hey, my homeboy. The team at MTV News, all the producers and staff. Everybody was incredible. I got an opportunity to give commentary on the Grammys after show. And I was 38 hot. I was so mad about Beyonce not winning album of the year, but I had to keep it together on Paramount's your, property. Your co-hosts were <laughs> in shock. Every time you spoke, they just turned and like... <laughs> I was like, oh, they must not know. The best part. <laughs> that was the best part. It was awesome. <laughs> and shout out to my co-hosts. They're my co-panelists. They were really incredible. Oh, music journalist. And I can't wait to work with them again. Hell yeah, Dante had on a pink dress. Uh, um, Bianca in the green. Everything was beautiful. So, and Ryan Mitchell, shout out to you. An incredible host, incredible talent. Um, friends with Shar. Uh, we all know Shar Jassel and another incredible hey, LA Char. talent. So, we're all going to hang out in LA and when I'm out there in a couple weeks. But yes. Shout out to Ryan Mitchell. Thank you so much for including me in that group. Mm-hmm. I was lovely to follow in Asante's footsteps, you know. He oh. went over there and popped the MTV News cherry in it. And I just came through. You know, I was the Look, rebound. I just came when, when people When people was talking about, when they added me in it, I already was like, they're not going to choose me again for this. I just was there because I feel like they, they don't rotate names no more, like how MTV used to have, like, actual people. Right. So I was like, Dustin got to be there. Fran got to be there. They need to be... Uh, uh, Hosted by the friends song, Ryan featuring the friends song. Oh, and he, t- he texted me back. He was like, I was trying to get all of y'all up on there for mm-hmm. real. And I was like, I well, saw one day. He, he messaged and was like, My plans of being friends <laughs> with all the friends zone is coming together. <laughs> I love Ryan. We had so much Ryan's fun working together. Cool. Shout out to uh, MTV. And, and Dustin, mm-hmm. you saw you saw one of my best friends at Watch What Happens Live. What are the odds? They sent me a picture together. We were <laughs> actually like, what? at Ebony's book party. <laughs> party that's where that's we were crazy which was even more rare because it was a very private curated guest list so mm. it was it was not and there's sorors that's yes there's, yes they're sorors so i know that's how they oh, know wow. each other yes <laughs> and she was so so sweet so sweet and it made Shout perfect out to Lenara, sense my bushki i was trying not to say her name i didn't know if she wanted us to air out oh like no that. yeah she okay <laughs> that's why i was being evasive like that no no that's my that's my sis well Lenora yeah. is wonderful and it makes perfect sense that y'all are friends after meeting her Mm -hmm. Um, she was like we gotta take a picture i was like girl you lean your arm out (laughs) because i was fully emotioned so yes that was wonderful and i was drunk so i was so drunk when she saw me i'm so glad i kept it together she said friend and i straightened up and flew right uh (laughs) but yeah we was having fun have you ever had coffee flavored tequila that sounds yes. awful. I'm not interested. Baby, <laughs> when I tell you, my <laughs> God. Doug's shot me after fucked shot. Up one year. Shout out to Fatima on that, uh, that hey, coffee Doug's. Patron. Mm. Mm, yeah, mm, I don't like coffee flavored things. So maybe I don't know why I did that. This was a <laughs> Reposado tequila, right? So it was golden, not like mm. a shower, Carisha. But it was golden. <laughs> and um, so it just looked like regular Reposado tequila. But when you tasted it, it was just like, I mean, goddamn, the best part of waking up was tequila <laughs> in my cup. That Mm-mm. shit was so good. 
I was mm-hmm. drunk when I saw Lenora. <laughs> okay. That's what <laughs> I almost had to tell no. Lenora. Shit, man. Like, you come here, girl. Brand said, miss me with and that And she's one. a mom of, of two little, little ones. So I know she was probably throwing them back. Maybe. <laughs> but another thing I wanted to mention, well, actually, b- before we jump into the black business, do you guys have any other announcements you want to get out the way or let people know? stuff coming up. You know, just pray for us. I really want to win the NAACP Image Awards. I'm going to win the voting stops. Can y'all please vote for us? Y'all going to win it. There's no way that y'all are not not in that category. Please. And please vote for the read, too. Please vote for them. Oh, yes. Oh, speaking of voting, congratulations to my best friend, Claude Kelly and Chuck Harmony of Lewis York for winning somehow their first Grammy. Right. <laughs> Do you know he called me and I was asleep, of course. Oh. And I was waiting. I woke up from the nap. And it's crazy because I don't have alerts on mm-hmm. my phone. And y'all know I don't do alerts. I don't mm-hmm. do sound. But I just woke up. It was just like a feeling. And I look over my phone and it's Claude. And he's like, motherfucker, I just want to grab Yes. Claude, man. Congratulations, and a, Claude. And of Chuck. course, I was honored because he called me immediately because that's my sibling for real. Mm-hmm. And he knows that there's no one in his life that knows mm-hmm. more than I do mm-hmm. how much this man has put into this music career. I mean jumping train stations, like hopping, hopping turnstiles, sharing $5 salads. We broke as fuck. So to see this was just like, I cried immediately, which is so crazy. Cause I don't really, you know, the Grammys are cool for the performances, but I don't really lean a lot into what they mean about artistry. Mm-hmm. Like we know it's all political. So it's not really something I care that deeply about, but I know what it means for artists to have that, you know, the Grammy yeah. winning title and all these things. So it made me cry because I was just so happy for him and Chuck. Nobody and then it's like historical. It yeah. It's like an HBCU's first time win. TSU, and baby. <sighs> just so great. Congratulations, Claude. Huge deserve, congrats. Right? That's Huge so beautiful. Huge congrats. And so esteemed beautiful. honor and well-deserved. As much goddamn groundbreaking and, and genre changing industry I mean, impacting music they've created. I mean. And then for them to win together, this is just such a beautiful moment. Shout out to Claude and Chuck. I love y'all niggas, man. And to win Hell as yeah. artists, I think that's the part that affected me the most because when yeah. Claude was trying to be an artist when we were younger, people were telling him like, you can't be an artist because of his weight and his height and you don't have a six pack and you don't dance like this and you don't look like that. And they really pulled him away from doing what he like felt called to. And so he was like, fuck it. I'm going to just write. Killed the writing game. And then when he got to a position of status, that's where he became Louis York and could do it on his own. And to win as Louis York to me is such a testament. You know, like all those people that told him that he couldn't do it. And it's like, not only did he do it, (laughs) but he did it the fuck well because he is out here with all these number one records, you know, written for everyone you could think of. And an immaculate resume. An immaculate discography. And then now getting a Grammy as the artist Louis York. Louis York. I, I mean, love come it. on, what a story. I love you, Claude. I'm so happy mm-hmm. for you, and I can't wait to take a picture next to the Grammy. <laughs> I know, that's going to be the first okay. Grammy that I, like, hopefully get to see, get the pleasure and honor to see in person. Like, mm-hmm. 
Oh my I god! I told him he better wipe down that mantle. Hell yeah! <laughs> about to catch another flight. Okay. If I well, get a Grammy, it's getting a bedroom. Y'all crazy? <laughs> my shit gonna have a room. <laughs> where yeah. ain't nothing gonna be in there but my motherfucking Grammy and not lighting. the Grammy with a room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but shout out to the Grammys. What y'all think? Did y'all think the Grammys were good? Yeah, they were they good were cool. I, until cute. the end. Oh. Well, yeah, it was all good till it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? And now I feel like that's the last Beyonce album we're gonna get. It's the you last. Think? Mm-hmm. I think this is the shit. last victory lap she's gonna do, and then she'll probably come out with like a jazz album or some shit when she's like sixty or fifty five, <laughs> and then the motherfuckers gonna give it to her. They are gonna give her album of the year, song of the year, record of the year, all that right. shit. There. They gonna they gonna play with her like that. It was so disrespectful and that. so rude. And and I was mad as fuck. And it's one of them things that you get mad about and your chest literally grinds because there's nothing you can do about it. And it infuriates yeah. you. That was yeah. a horrible experience. And I really wanted to cuss and be foul and nasty with my mouth on MTV, but I couldn't. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to call them all kind of, never mind, I ain't even going to have type beat it out this week. <laughs> I'm not even going to do it. But, I, but it was right here. I did want to know what Harry meant when he said things like that don't happen to people like him. I was very confused by that statement. You're literally a white man. <laughs> and I was in a room full of white, white people man. and said it. <laughs> right. People like you, you uh, literally are a white man. It was in very music. Taylor I mean, Swift. Not going to lie. I like, like Taylor that. Swift. I'm going to I, put myself out there and I'm going to tell I'm just you saying, why. As far as when she gives those speeches, has, those very like, like, oh my God. People be th- people think she's phony and shit. I believe it. Call me what you want, <laughs> but I believe the act, and I like her vibe. I like her vibe. She has a. She always be partying in the award shows. You know what I'm saying? She really don't be saying problematic shit. I don't like her music, but I'll be like, you know, I feel like I could smoke a little joint with her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. And the thing is, I fuck with Harry's music. One, yeah, I me mean, too. we can't knock his his songs. Like yeah. he can make a record, but mm-hmm. that threw me off. <laughs> Just that one statement. I was like, what are you? What the sure fuck what are you meant. talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, huh? But I feel you know, so the opposite about Taylor Swift. That was so funny that you said that. He's like, you feel like you can smoke a kick. Whereas, like, I just don't care about her as a person. I understand she got like some cool music and she could write, but like her as a person is like, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like Julia Fox to me. Oh, really? Oh, random too. God. I also want like, to. I want to live in my imagination really fast. I would love, and I hope it happens for Destiny's Child. Just give us one last album. Oh, that would be cool. It would, it would be amazing to see because especially with this uh, time of Escape and uh, SWV doing their reality shows on Bravo, which, you know, they've done reality shows in the past and it's going to be a continuation. We talked about shows like uh, The Encore. It would just be dope to see three lovely women grown. What would they sing about? I don't know. I'd I don't know, curious. right? Roth, it ain't going to be the no <laughs> Mutual funds and uh, give the give the women something to look forward to later on in life. I don't know, but it would just be dope to hear those voices back together again and show us how it can be done and not be done the way we've seen it so many times before. I could see that. I'm sure they got one left, one under their belt to go. Because because weren't they? Um, what what tour was that where she brought them on? Remember, it was like a performance recently. Super Bowl. Yeah, let's, was that what it was? They, the they didn't Bowl? come out. 
I don't, um, I don't know, but uh, they did come out on Super Bowl. I don't know if that well, was. Well, like they definitely still got it. Now, that's yeah. one thing. Yeah, no, know. I don't think they anybody like, questions that. And they still, yeah. Kelly is relevant. Michelle's still relevant. Beyonce is relevant. They all sing yeah. and dance. And they all look great. Still, they all look so. incredible. So they definitely still got it. Now, Salt and Pepper. They just, you know, they just Justin got they, Ross, you know, they just got their star. <laughs> what is all the guys about to say? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I just, you just the way you were going. something in there. I got scared. I just, I don't know. See, because I felt like it's y'all. I didn't see. All I, I was saying them because they just got their star on the walk of fame. And they included Spinderella. And, you know, I know there had been some oh, drama. We talking about escape. Dope. You know, oh, that's, that's where I was going. Now, y'all. Dirty minds, Dirty. okay? Because y'all minds was down in the gutter. They were. Why was they down in the gutter? Because <laughs> what was you I trying to say? I, I was going to say. I said I just got scared. Scared I don't know of if it was what? Be nasty. Or scared of you. Uh huh. <laughs> be uh-huh. doing what? <laughs> Saying something crazy. What would I say crazy about salt and pepper? I, I don't know. Absolutely nothing. So the Super Bowl <laughs> Thank you, is coming up soon. Are y'all excited <laughs> about Rihanna? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am decided. I am excited to see what she's gonna bring, who else she's gonna bring. Oh, no. I'm really jams. excited about Rihanna's performance. Me I too. want her to give us a music of the sun moment, and I know it's not oh, gonna happen because that's be just cute. so old. It's but too it's, far but back. it's just it's just so far back. It would just be so cute if she well, was. She like, got 13 minutes, I think, to perform. Like, yeah, that and, and that's why lot. that's not ever gonna be like a part of it at all. It would just be so cute for her to give us a Mr. DJ song upon the replay one last time like a one last hurrah <laughs> or if she did like the girls do and, and sampled her own song and like remade a new version <laughs> like how Shanti did but you know Rihanna's another one that gets played a lot at the Grammys yeah 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 she, she only has like two or three like which makes no, no sense no she's got like nine she's got like really? nine or ten I yeah. thought she's had like only a handful I'm like I still don't think she's gotten Big you know, ones the like album yeah. of the year and shit. Yeah. And look at Doja. I feel like Doja's kind of being played in that same shit. I wonder what it is because they Mariah. just don't play the game. Mariah, Mariah has five. Patty LaBelle got two. In, that is insanity to me. Monica only got one. Monica and Brandy both only got one. Mm-hmm. That's insanity. Imagine Brandy having one Grammy. Yeah. With all those albums. Anyway, it's a lot of artists. That's why that, I say that I they, can't lean on it for. Look how the, look how the Emmys did Susan Lucci. <laughs> Susan many Lucci. many of the children, many of all my children shows she didn't did, <laughs> <laughs> and they Susan for Lucci. years they didn't get Susan Lucci. But I feel like know? after a while they was just fucking with the storyline of her never getting. <laughs> yeah, and they finally gave her something, something. And you know what, Samara Joy is that mm-hmm. her yes. name? That Shout she out to is her. really yes. talented. I was pleasantly put on i should say yeah. by the grammys because i i had never heard her music before me either and well, so i, I went jazz album so you know what i'm saying Nothing i do and her. i don't you know yeah. like i do and i don't but i was like she sounds amazing and that's so cool she's from the bronx 23 you see i spice talking about that's some bronx shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i love it what Over an introduction to the she game though the right studio. Cause right. I, I, I was I was I was shocked and surprised when her name was announced as the winner of Best New Artist, which y'all Very know Esperanza Spalding. Remember with, that yes. just like shock, like what? Boom, boom, who? Boom, 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 boom. We didn't know who mm-hmm. she was. We was like, who is this girl with this afro <laughs> and this instrument? <laughs> we didn't know. 
But, you know, that was her introduction. But the difference yep. is Ooh. Samara, she got a little, she has a little pizzazz in her personality. She's really young. She is 22. from the Bronx. Yes. 22 and years old. Winning the best new artist Grammy to me, that's the that's the most precious special award you can Some ever win. Shit. Once yeah. in a lifetime award. And for that to be her introduction to the masses, I, I saw a video of her the day that she found out she was nominated and she was in fucking Penn Station. I saw coming up the train. How many times have we been right there and seen girls (laughs) just like her with them same luggages? With her little puff coat and her book bag. I mean, it was so authentic. I'm so happy for her, y'all. I'm so happy for her. Congratulations. I'm standing. Yeah, same. I I followed her on Spotify immediately. Like, no question. I'll go to a jazz concert. She might, she hell. She can be my introduction into the genre. You know what I'm saying? In the concerts. Get That'd ready to see me. That'd be a cute date night. That'd yep. be a cute date night. Get ready to smell weed in the jazz shows, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and not just backstage. <laughs> okay. But speaking of cute date nights, so this is actually perfect transition into the black business that I wanted to shout out. So I went to, I was randomly craving West African food, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, specifically like fufu and a goosey stew and jollof mm-hmm. rice. And I just was like getting that bad craving. And so I- that you can buy. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to find that shit in Portland. You know, I was like, it's just not going to happen. So I Googled just to see and find this spot called Akadi PDX. Akadi is A-K-A-D-I and Akadi means uh, tasty in Bambara. So I'm like, hmm, it opened 2017, made it through the pandemic. I was like, let me check it out. But I did see it was on a list. It was number two like of the top West African restaurants in all of the West Coast. Wow. But those lists are made by white people, so it's very tricky to lean on them because we like spices and our seasonings a little different. So I didn't know, you know, sometimes... Unless they're from Louisiana, you can forget it. (laughs) And sometimes our folks, like, let's keep it as buck. Like, we'll make some shit very bland mm-hmm. to for the masses to be able to enjoy it as well. So I wasn't sure. But we went and y'all, that was some good ass food. I don't know why I moved to yes. clap, but I feel like we need to okay. clap for this bitch. Hands okay. down the best West African food I have ever had outside okay. of my actual trip to Ghana mm-hmm. and Togo, which I was there with Shameless Maya. Shout out to you. And of course, nothing's going to beat that. Mm-hmm. But it is good, y'all. And it was so trippy because after I finished eating, of course, I ordered damn near the whole menu. <laughs> the girl was like, I know who you are, but I didn't want to make you feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> Now she got a live mukbang. <laughs> she said, which, you know, in a way it made me happy that she got to experience me without mm-hmm. me knowing she knew who I was. Cause like we had fun. We were like cracking jokes and talking and the real you. Yes. And she was able to put me onto things and trying things. And it was really cool. We had a cool conversation. She was saying they have Afro beat night on Saturdays. Um, yeah. They're just going to do a jazz night. That's going to start up soon. Dustin's over here shimmying (laughs) on Thursdays. uh, They do private cooking classes. And apparently the the chef who owns it, her name is Fatu Atara. She's like world-renowned. There's like people, she's been on like Top Chef and Master Chef and all that. Mm. Just people really sweat her, basically. And she was there, which is cool. She came to the table and 
chopped it up with us and was just everyone there was just really cool like it was just really young cool people teaching you about the food and just answering any of your questions the vibe was fly it was all these beautiful plants everywhere cool lighting cool seating mm-hmm. it's just dope and i was shocked that it's here in portland but i'm happy that it's here because it felt like damn finally some well-made food for us and by us so Definitely check it out. Like I said, it's called Akati PDX. They had this sauce that she makes, this Akati sauce. It's like a spicy marinade. Y'all, oh mm. my God. I'm not even someone that really likes spicy shit, mm-hmm. but that's how you know. It's so, I can't even describe what it is. It's like, um, let me see, I wrote down. It has like cayenne and ginger and garlic, but it's like creamy. It is so good. Y'all got to check it out. You was fucking that shit up, wasn't you? <laughs> Low key, you know, you're embarrassed. Like, now yeah. that I'm like, she knew who I was. I know she saw me fucking this shit up. <laughs> I don't give a damn. If food Woo! is good, it's good. And I'm going to enjoy was. the experience. Okay. If anything, I proved that it was good. But we had a blast. Um, definitely Can check it out. Can you spell the Akadi sauce? Sorry. If you go to the website, AKADIPDX.com, they have the the sauce and you can even see it. Akadi is a dope ass name, too. Ain't that a dope name? Akadi. Akadi. His name would be Tasty. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Maybe I shouldn't have said nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. And. It offers okay. dishes. You see, it the is cute, right? Looks nice. It uh-huh. is so cute Ooh, in the there, menu, y'all. The food do look good. Let me it tell you, good. and it has food from the chef <laughs> is from the Ivory Coast, but they include meals from Ghana and Mali, Senegal, and Burkina Faso. Her mm-hmm. grandmother is from Burkina Faso, and she's the one that really taught her how to make, you know, food in the clay ovens using traditional spices and learning how to make them from scratch. Of course, I like Googled her after because I was like, this food is too good. I need to know more. The chef. That's so bad. Yes. And her chef. being nice. Yeah. She was giving me tips because I, I took some fufu home. Mm-hmm. But I know most people, I don't know if y'all know fufu is like the pounded yam that you use mm-hmm. to kind of grab the food. Um, and she, I was like, how do I reheat this at home? And she told me, oh, wrap it in, um, uh, what's it called? The plastic is saran wrap. Saran wrap. Thank you. Saran wrap, and then put it in like a boiling pot. You know, like it just felt so cool. She's just like, yeah, girl, do this, do that. This is how you reheat it properly, and they're just cool in there. And I'm I'm happy to go back and eat more. That's good. A <laughs> I do okay, I don't really subscribe to the fish with the head on it. Or the face or whatever. But this fish looks really good. And I'm laughing it, because... Well, you, I don't eat fish, but... You had to fish? You, I thought you were about to say No, I can't. I, if I could, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> but I just keep laughing because I'm thinking about Toya, Kia's friend, best friend. Shout out to Toya. How she kept saying she wanted a fish with a head on it. With an eyeball that. and I all that. that. You don't even um, eat that part, but I want to look at it. I feel like a king. Like I'm feasting. I will say when it came out to my table, that big old fish, I was mm-hmm. like, now that is a meal. You hear me? I felt like using that Bible and, and good times <laughs> picture. That Bible picture where they eating that looked like the good times party. <laughs> the 
the little you know, brown pictures. That's what it looked like. It looked good. It smelled good. And it had a good <laughs> review. I'll tell you that. So Akati PDX, definitely check it out. I'm trying to see if I missed anything because I really want y'all to check them out if you can. And obviously, oh, was- it don't have to be if you're in Portland. If you're in the surrounding area and you're craving some West African food, trust me on this. You want to pop through. Um, Yeah, okay. I'm trying to see. That's it. That's it for the black business. I, I'm so happy to shout them out. They have merch too, but I was so full that I forgot <laughs> to grab one. I want to grab their t-shirt. I know you wanted to you too. You know we I love, love merch. <laughs> Piece. PDX so, is I'm y'all's airport, tourist. right? Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. PDX. And it's also yep. an abbreviation. It's just PDX is the airport for mm-hmm. Portland International. And the city, yeah. Just PDX. Okay. So I'm definitely happy to have found that spot. And it just felt very serendipitous. Even when I looked it up that day, it was a Wednesday. It's this past Wednesday, actually. Mm-hmm. And they only open from Wednesdays to Sundays. And so right time. I literally was able to just look it up, go straight to it, eat it, and be happy. Everybody be was married. in there. You know, you know why you had the best. So you went the best day. Literally. Because everybody's in a good mood. They, yep. you know, everybody had a couple of days off. It cooled down from Sunday night's arguments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, and they had this um, soursop cheesecake. I can't wait to call somebody that. You soursop ass <laughs> motherfucker. I was scared to try the soursop. <laughs> The, it's, the su- it's, sweet sop and sour sop. I, I know like, it's not a, it's not for everyone. It's a very distinct taste, but I, I fuck with sour sop. But the cheesecake, oh my god! I'm telling you, there was nothing I ate that you didn't that was like. bad. Yeah. How is that possible? Because we had, of course, the plantain, the fufu. I had the igusi stew. They had a peanut stew that's fire. The fish was fire. The yuca mm-hmm. fries dipped in that. Spicy Akati marinade sauce. Oh, y'all. Friend, you threw down. <laughs> Let me tell that's you. That's what you did. And that's what you're supposed to do. You got you I, were satisfied. I, but that's how I like to order, though. I'll order everything. And even if I'm clearly not going to eat all of it, take it home, eat it later. But I like a little bit of everything, especially when you're eating with someone that's also a foodie. So then y'all all just get a bunch of shit and share. Y'all. So you was you went with somebody. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> so, <laughs> did y'all get a table or a booth? A booth. Okay. All <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> and that is it for the well, my well, <laughs> for the black business. And shout out to all of y'all that work there. Y'all are really, really fun. I'm I'm looking forward to checking it out for Afro. Friends, I'm about to get me a job. You know, <laughs> y'all need me to wipe something time. down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's it. Let's go into the recap segment. Last week's episode titled They Look Damp. Thank you, Dustin. <laughs> 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 Dustin walked us through some hot topics. Aside from all the laughter <laughs> that y'all shared, a lot of you had a lot to say. Who stood out to you or something? Well, I was in the Patreon. How about you, friend? Um, where was I? Hold on, let me see in my notes. Nope, I'm on SoundCloud. You get to go. Oh, right. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Georgia D over on Patreon. Uh, Georgia writes this Julia Fox commentary skull face emoji. Someone on the Tiki Tok. Now I don't know if you put that on purpose, but Tiki Tok took me, and I'm <laughs> taking it. So. <laughs> 
Someone on the Tiki Talk said, why T women sound like Julia Fox act smelly so they can be relatable. <laughs> um, that comment just stood out to me because I get it, but it doesn't make me care about her still. I think that's why I was with, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like I was like, Oh, okay. Okay. Like that's kind of where I was not to say you very, didn't. very, yeah, like <laughs> I appreciated Georgia, and not to say that anything was wrong with you. Said it just stood out to me because I was still like, I mean, yes, girl, we don't give like, a still, fuck. What's her point? Like, like <laughs> Julia Fox just is nothing, and I just don't see it. And I'm, tr- I've been trying, like I've been really open minded. I've been asking questions. I ain't really been attacking her because who is she? We don't so even I'm care still, enough to do that. I just really don't. I'm sorry, but thank you, Georgia. That stood out to me because your name was Georgia, and the Tiki Talk was amazing. What about you, friend? What did you find out there in them streets? And so Anna Smith had a lot to say about Akon. They said, "I don't know which Africa Akon is talking about. <laughs> Not the Africa of Queen and Zinga and Fun Milayo Ransom Kuti. Ooh, please, I hope I'm saying this name right. And Winnie Mandela. Not the Africa with a rich history of women as leaders and activists. It must be two. Africa's okay. <laughs> Shout out for the history rundown, real quick. Not read, but read. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, too. Dustin Ross, what you find in the Twitter streets? Okay, uh, we have a lot of things going on this week. Um, the first one that I want to give a shout out to is a, a, a traditional and, and reputable outlet, Time Magazine. Okay. Because that's what we ain't got none of for this bullshit during Black History Month. Now, (laughs) Time Magazine tweeted today. They said, each of the four times Beyonce has been nominated for Album of the Year, she's lost to a white artist whose album, many argued, was less culturally significant than hers. That came from, Mm. that's a quote, a direct quote from Time Magazine. I said, (laughs) well, all right then. Also, if you would like to visit the video that Fran and I referenced of Best New Artist, Grammy's 2023 award winner for Best New Artist, Samara Joy, you can look up the tweet from at Skedaddle, S-K-E-D-A-D-L-E-E, Skedadley, I guess that would be, Skedadley, whatever, (laughs) S-K-A-D-E, I mean, excuse me, Chloe, get a real name, her (laughs) ass is S-K-E- S-K-E-D-I-D-L-E-E. Okay. S-K-E-D-A-D-L-E. That's her name. She's the one who tweeted the video of Samara Joy finding out that she had gotten nominated for Best Artist at the Grammys. And it is so cute and adorable. The tweet says she really did it. Congratulations to Samara Joy with Hearts. And I love that video. So you can check that out. Finally, the uh, last Twitter that uh, really moved me to chorus this week and I wanted to share with you was the account belonging to none other than Kaylin Allen. His account is at the Kaylin Allen, K-A-L-E-N-A-L-L-E-N. He tweeted a video uh, and hashtagged it Renaissance World Tour and it says, yes, section matters. And it's a (laughs) reference to choosing the best seat. Uh, when you go to attempt to purchase your tickets to the Beyonce Renaissance World Tour. And it's funny as hell. I'm not going to play it. I want y'all to go look at it and like it and retweet it because it's that damn funny. So just go to Kaylin Alley's page and you can see the video. 
I just got more tweets in this arsenal, but I'm not even going to do y'all like that. We could just move on to the next section of the show. This is the friend zone. Okay, well, Asante, this week's episode is yours. Asante production. What are we getting into? How what fun are we getting into? <laughs> well, <clears throat> I had... A plethora of things to choose from because I always give myself choices. Uh, I was going to just say, fuck it, and say I don't feel like doing it because that's really what I feel like doing. That happens. But, hey, it happens. <laughs> I'm just going to say that for the Music Man segment. So, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Not really. I would like to take today's hot topic to talk to you about a lovely black woman by the name, which you may have heard, of Marie Holmes. From Bell Collective. <laughs> oh my God. No, that is I her like name, the though. silence. You're like, uh, no, but that, okay, you know, I just wanted to be sure. <laughs> as I get into the Sherlock. story, as I get into the story, maybe you have heard of her, but if you have not, because y'all know, mm-hmm. I do not feel, I never feel confident doing these uh, true crimes. And this isn't technically a true crime, <gasps> oh, but it's, 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 it's crime? actually, it's, it's actually not a true crime. There is no, I mean, there is a little bit of, uh, there's not. It's not a. It's not. There's no crimes committed, but someone, a, a, an associate, has committed crime. But that's not super relevant. I just wanted to tell a cautionary tale of a lottery winner because. Oh Lord. She went. We broke. don't talk. She was cursed. Well, they stole no, from her. It was her just, kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because she does have four children. Um, I knew it. Sorry ass, <laughs> trifling ass, nothing ass kids and took her damn money. Saying that you know the story. Like it just yeah, I, believe, I know it. I can feel on, it. On their motherfucking asses. Like the kids. Is that what happened? Do... No. Oh, I take it all back. It's a lovely family. <laughs> We're gonna get <laughs> Well it's a lovely well, you family. Have to let but me know. let's get into Marie Holmes. Um if you're looking for Marie Holmes, you want to follow this story, you can Google Marie, M-A-R-I-E, Holmes, H-O-L-M-E-S. Um, this particular article I am pulling from is on finance101.com. They have a whole section dedicated to Marie Holmes because this is a story, because obviously she won the lottery, that developed over through some years. And I'm crying because there are moments where I should have seen Marie, but I did not. So it's funny when you find a story later and you see a point where you could have potentially connected before. And there could have been tons of points before that y'all could have connected. Not even physically, just, you know, through mediums of seeing them on TV or whatever in the streets. Damn. Oh, like, she's whatever. black. Yes. Oh, it shit. is Black History Month. So <laughs> we are talking about a black woman. But this is a cautionary tale <laughs> of things you could and of things you should maybe should and should not do when you win the lottery. And so where you say this is from Finance 101. Finance101.com is where this particular article is. There are articles all over the internet. Uh, the Daily Beast, Shade yeah, Room. Yeah, her shit on 101, um, that means it was real basic how she lost all her fucking money. That means she must have <laughs> did something real stupid. Oh, she's well, from let's... North Carolina. Come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Twist the right she should have invested in a furniture top. company then. Because that's where they make all that furniture in High Point, North Carolina. Well, it, it ain't all bad. We we ain't gonna assume that she just lost all I'm her assuming money. The worst. <laughs> we see. <laughs> well, according to Finance One Hundred One, uh, before winning the lotto in 2015, Marie Holmes was a 26 year old single mother of four young wow. children who okay. worked hard to provide Whoa. for them. Just before she won, she was working two jobs: one at McDonald's and the other at Walmart. But see, I'm on oh, her side. Shit. Bless her. I'm on her side already. I take it all back. 
Who right. took her right. money? Well, well, let's just let's just, no one took the money. Okay, I just okay. don't want to spoil. It. I just I just know you're gonna keep jumping to conclusions. She so I, mean, I need to stop responding to them. my height. Well, what? On top of that, one of the four children uh, recently became diagnosed with cerebral palsy and Holmes had left her job to take care of him. So when she learned she'd won the lottery, she felt like, you know, she was on top of the world. She was like, you know, I just quit my job. You know, I was down and I came up. (laughs) Look, February 2015 in North Carolina, like Fran said, the the, uh, Powerball jackpot had reached a staggering $564 million. What you think I just did, Asante? <laughs> Look, what do you think she just did in her trailer? She was living in a trailer. What do you think she did? What a story. <laughs> Look, <laughs> she, I would have fucking, wow. I'd have bought me a quadruple wide. I might would have stayed there just to let everybody have a it for like two or three years. <laughs> bought Honestly, me three lots and three trailers and have yeah, them combined. Yeah. Started renting out some of them lots to people because I already know the game. You know what I'd I'm saying? Like, me a, a, a mobile mansion. Yes. But yeah. don't you wonder up, like how amenities. that how that fucks with your head though to get so much so soon, you know? Like that's a Especially lot. when you're that's like a big to know. life flip. Right. <laughs> like when test, you're making test me, God. <laughs> right. <Try> me. <laughs> look, look, I would like to be chosen <laughs> for this experiment. Oh how I like to be in that number <laughs> when the money problems come rolling in. Come marching in. <laughs> Well, oh, shit. Oh, God damn. Look, Holmes went down to the gas station convenience store. She bought her a ticket and she thought she was going to have a heart attack when she won, when she checked it. <laughs> what she, I mean, she did. I not fell out too. Well, she won, but you I know the problem so is nervous. the problem is there's multiple winners. Oh, so damn. there were oh, two other tickets shit. sold. Oh, well, nah. was, look, 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 look. I was about to say it was only two other tickets, luckily. That's fine. So, so look, it, it came down a little bit, but not a whole like a lot, but not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. So you know, we still more than she had. So she when all you're right. coming off of unemployment from McDonald's and Walmart, if she had even had the unemployment, like you know, like in the trailer, like there was just so many things working against her. So to have a ticket like this, it was really like feeling like Willy Wonka getting the golden ticket, but to a better life, not no damn chocolate factory with a weird white man. <laughs> um, so y'all know when you win the lottery that you can either get it in installments over 30 years or in a smaller lump sum. Lump sum. If you that. won the lottery... No, if, give it to me now. Yeah. I might die. Hell no. Right. I mean, but part of... But but also, if you get it regularly and weekly, you know, it could, all, it could feel like, oh, yeah, you know, I get my, my monthly payment just for waking up. But then in Yeah, but years, I've heard over. of stories, though, and please don't quote me because this could be internet fakeness, but I heard of stories where they said that the government could legit play you and be like, oh, we mm-hmm. don't have no more. Mm-hmm. Lump <laughs> yeah, some. Lump some me. Because they mm-hmm. might not have that shit for 30 years to give to you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not playing mm-hmm. that game. Give it to me. I'll figure mm-hmm. it out. <laughs> Thank you. Well, listen. Um, Holmes, she had to choose between a lump sum of $127 million <gasps> or... <laughs> $188 million in installments. Is there even a choice? Which I looked at her and said, Mama. 
<laughs> look, finance one on one. Look, even finance one on one. No, like many of us would do, Holmes opted for the lump sum Thank so you. she could have her riches right away. <laughs> like, look, because <laughs> listen, I ain't even coming off McDonald's money, but I wanted. Look, I like want it now. Is Madison. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look back to Willy Wonka, the, the little girl Veruca saw. She was like, "I want it now, now daddy." Right. <laughs> Look, I want it this now. This is America. Okay. <laughs> okay, I want my shit now. Actually, I've been ready for it. <laughs> wow, a hundred and twenty what? Twenty seven million dollars. I don't even know what I would do. I, don't I just know exactly feel like what I would do. <laughs> But I know, friends. I don't know what I do first. You know what I'm saying? Just, just from the finding out that you now have this, my, my God. You know what else? You know what? On some G shit, I would straighten y'all out because we've been working so hard for so long on this show. And how if much I hit would a lick like me, if I, I'm just gonna tell y'all, if I hit a lick like that, I ain't gonna tell you how much because you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a, inflation rates things change. <laughs> <laughs> but what I, what I can tell you is, I would straighten y'all out. That's on some, fine. On some real shit. We've been working so too, hard Look, for so long. I would, I, would, I would hook y'all up. With that money, I'm hiring all kinds of auxiliary, auxiliary stuff for this show, too, and be like, y'all, it's on me, and we still splitting yeah. everything three ways, y'all. You know, like, I, I would do, like, I would do just, whatever just I can. because we work so hard, we, and yes. to, to make us just... Just to set us straight, I will hook y'all up for real. Now, would, no now re- would y'all use the money and just ball out, like get a crazy crib, crazy cars, like just completely elevate your lifestyle, or would you keep it cool and just let the money, you know, chill? A little Two bit? things can be true at the same time, right? <laughs> 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 because I'm Justin not gonna said, lie to dumb? you. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here bullshitting the plan. Y'all know damn well. Friend, you know certain know. things I would treat myself on, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but I would not be flashy to the point where I'm drawing under. I, I wouldn't hush a puppy it, like that nigga that was scamming hush puppy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wouldn't be living like that. But would I move? Of course. You know what I'm saying? Would I, uh, you know, would I have me some things that I've wanted? And some nice investment pieces in, in the jewelry Honey, box, yeah. Y'all will see me on the next season of Selling Sunset. Like, so, <laughs> oh, okay. how many bags is this browsing. <laughs> Okay, look, look. Lo- podcaster slash lottery Hello. winner. <laughs> Selling Sunset, so you going to L.A. Okay, <laughs> me and Christine. Like, so this one has the infinity oh, pool. Okay. <laughs> no, what time it is? Francie, oh. Fuck what you heard. Friends. What? $120 million cash? Come on, man. Baby, look, please. Look, I have to have a Verifiable fly crib. funds. They're very, like, I'm not a flashy person. Y'all see how I dress and shit. But the crib. The crib. The crib is Ooh, a different thing. Oh, I, since I've had a little bit of money, I've always had a fly crib because mm-hmm. it's just important to me. I'm a tourist. Mm-hmm. So imagine having hundreds of millions. My God. I can see them glass walls. I want me a... <sighs> Like, in and out. The what's that shit called? Out, what's that? Uh, uh, what's that called? Alfresco style. Come you know on, Alfresco. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, and I have a midnight kitchen in my fucking master closet in case I got hungry or thirsty. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> just, just living. 
Living, okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, please. Yes. Well, child, speaking of living, um, Marie got her money. Look, she, I told you she took her cash. She said, I'm going to pledge some money to my church. Then Aww. she was going to use some money Big to mistake. get her a house. <laughs> <laughs> and finally. Dustin Ross. Well, but she was young, Friend. you know what I'm saying? She was young. He's not wrong. Um, oh, no. Why do I feel like this is where the story's going? And finally, Marie also set up Is she the one that that funds. pastor stole from? <gasps> finally, In she Brooklyn. was set up college funds for each of her children to give them a shot at a better future. Yeah. Aww. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you got That's like that. top level. Like so the basic, the least, you know. But I feel you. like my kids would be like, "Who the fuck going to college? <laughs> Who going to college? Me?" And I, I haunt them and say, "Y'all, okay? Because you look, better believe be motherfuckers getting an education." They, y'all know what? Look, y'all know what kind of parents we had. My mom be like, "Listen, I won the lottery. I don't know what you talking about. So <laughs> <laughs> you gonna have to get a job and stuff when you get on out." That's like, like um, is it Jackie Chan? There's somebody who recently and Dustin, I saw because of you. Yeah. he was like, he's he's a an piece asshole. Of shit. <laughs> <laughs> kind of shit is that you rich? You ain't gonna give your he's kids an shit. asshole. He's not gonna give his kids anything. He's gonna give. I think it was like four hundred million or something to charity. Mm-hmm. That's that's painful. so fucked up. Painful. And that's I can't why imagine. I, 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 I finesse his ass into hiring me now and drain <laughs> and embezzle the em, embezzle. <laughs> I'd embezzle the fuck out his money. You dirty, stingy, tight wide. I can't believe that. <laughs> How that is so crazy that you would advance your station in life and not make it easier for your kids. And a that lot of people crazy. believe that because they think they're going to raise spoiled kids by Be not, a better parent. By them not... That's right. what he is. <laughs> like, Be like a better you parent. You don't have to deny your children certain luxuries to Some teach ease. them ethics and morals. It's like you're hazing them yeah. because your life was hard. That's and waving cool. it in front of their face. How are you rich and your kids not? <laughs> what kind of shit is I that? I literally remember having this argument with Maya. And I actually, I need to bring this back around now that she's an actual mama <laughs> because we used to get <laughs> into it because she's very much the Filipino mom that's like, fuck that. You going to mm-hmm. work. And I was like, not me. If I have money, money like that, my kid is going to spend their summers traveling, exploring. Yeah. No, I'm not going to have my kid working at 14 when There's they can a, be living life and, and having a blast. You can work and be in communication with your children and teach them the lessons they need to be good people to the world and in the world. You yeah. don't have to deny them an easy life or a, a, a you know a, a, you don't have to make their life harder to teach they don't have to learn everything the hard way they don't have to suffer to be you good don't. people and That's you need to line. do the work to have a, to be in relationship with your children in a way that where they receive the lessons and information that you give to them work hard to be to have that relationship right. you got the money you got the time you don't have to make your kids broke and, and, and what makes people's and kids you. and what makes those rich kids fucked up in the head usually has to do with the parent trading love mm-hmm. and attention and for material things for material things and that's what makes them act like that. It's not because the parent had them in the Amalfi Coast no. <laughs> for the summer. Like, but anyway, Asante, you were saying she gave money to the church. Well, she had plans, right? She's, she's, you know, she said she had all these plans. Now, when I told y'all that she chose the 127, that was the lump sum. And that was just because that was just after fees and stuff. 
So after winning, after claiming the $127 million based, you know, just getting her cash. She had to pay pay them taxes. I was thinking that too. Oof, that tax on that. Jesus. At the federal level, level, lottery winnings are taxed the same as income with the federal government withholding 25% when the initial lump sum is dispersed. God damn. For winnings that qualify for the highest tax bracket, the government may take a total of 39.6%. Oh my if she was taxed at that rate, she would pay $50 million in federal taxes alone. Then there's a state tax to pay, which in North Carolina is 5.8%. Thieves. Now, I didn't break down all these numbers. I just wanted to read you these numbers because Finance 101 goes on to tell you that you should keep a low profile after winning the lottery. Many financial advisors say you should wait at least six months after a win before you make a big financial decision, such as quitting your job or buying a new house (laughs) or a car. But listen... I was watching some YouTube videos and Soon I didn't. As I, that phone is hung up, you hear me? <laughs> just like I, but that girl came look, to my porch. people. <laughs> just, just my people, just listen to me. Just make sure you hire somebody, some financial advisors, experts, well, a board, down, all that, any of that. <laughs> look, and, and I ain't that, so I don't know how to help you choose. I'm already on the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> look, just. Get you a board or something. I just saw so many YouTube shit videos. on hold the day before the check comes. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm already no. been called the stores, called the di- listen. Destin done spend the check before <laughs> it came. I'm gonna see y'all Friday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> listen. That's also, gonna be on IG with Ben Baller. I'm like, you didn't even get the check yet. <laughs> and that turn. Don't, why are you recording that? Don't record that. <laughs> <laughs> see, no. See, you you being a nigga, Marie ass look. was in a trailer park. So look. I can understand all, her all on, all on the jury. Yo, Aliante's uh, <laughs> IG stories. Like, <laughs> wait, going like this, the picture where they point at each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Just once, me, me and Alianza pointed at each other. Because <laughs> <Yeah, I just, laughs> friends, see friends, I feel like we would be responsible with our shit. No, we, but but yes. we we will be going. You know, like we are going to. You know. You have a little creature, creature comfort, creature comfort, creature comfort. That's it. Uh, ain't gonna go well, crazy. You know, creature comfort is actually a very great segue mm-hmm. because no, she bought a no. pig. <laughs> Will she get a my, tiger or something? My, might as well. <laughs> oh, please, Lord. No. You already know uh, Marie was taking care of her family. Well, her family didn't just consist of her kids. She also ended up having another an additional expense, which was her boyfriend. Oh, God. And um, she <laughs> had to keep bailing her boyfriend out of jail. Wait. I feel so, like I heard about this. Bill and that boyfriend out of jail just struck up a memory or something about a story like this, but finish going. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm going to be mad if this is the trigger. Um, Lamar McDowell, 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 just D-O-W, not Dowell, sorry. I just, she anyway. Really loved him. She Child. really yeah. loved him. She really loved him. with a nigga in jail, you got the 127 last motherfucker minutes. I would have thought about uh, you, Once again, you talk about- show's porch. 
Now, apparently Lamar wound up seeing the most immediate benefit from uh, Marie winning because in less than a year after getting her big prize, Holmes paid bail. Holmes paid to bail McDowell out of jail on three separate occasions. What? Now, McDowell, who also goes by Hot Hot Sauce. <laughs> you know what it's okay. <laughs> hot Sauce was in jail on drug charges when she bought her lucky ticket. And she bailed him out soon after on a $3 million bond. Oh, heard, okay. oh you know what? Was she on a Yanga or something? Yep. I know this story. Yep. Yep. I, knew, I, I knew she had bought that house and shit. And it was in... <laughs> Um, it was like forerunners and shit on the property and her kids wasn't doing shit. I know this story. Go oh, on. No. I'm familiar. That's why, oh. that's why I told you kids. her blame he her brain. <laughs> when you said her her bailing that boyfriend out of jail, I was like, wait a minute. I knew I, I knew I knew right about there it was gonna so be I game. Seen all the math problems around my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, what happened? Well, McDowell, his arrest led to charges for Marie as well because Oh my God. They visited their home to arrest McDowell for violating curfew required on his bond. And then Marie asked got charged with possession of marijuana, <gasps> hence the coffin. So <laughs> there were also great right, look, side it, effects. It should have been me. Anyway, <laughs> two other adults were in the house and they also got charged with possession. What? And the kids was home during this arrest. I mean, I was smoking a little weed, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. It was I ain't mad at them for that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it's it's North she Carolina. Paid them police off. They literally even said that in the article, like you know, <laughs> the, it's been legalized in over thirty states. North Carolina remains a holdout. Yeah, it's it's North Carolina. It's not them. Are like, listen, guys, how can we just make this go away? <laughs> okay. Why you hold? Why you hold money like a rapper? All right, opening that Chanel um, big flat bag and you open it up. How can what can we do about this, guys? Uh, how can we make your day and mine better? Okay. Ooh. Child, well, they were all sorts of hood rats. They were on the Daily uh, the Daily Mail online in an interview, um, obviously because she won the lottery, and I guess because they wanted to talk to the, uh, the hood rat and the ghetto coon she was dating. Uh, he was up there saying, we're a couple. I'm the father of the youngest child, which explains why he's there. Um, this is what people do for each other. She has the money, and she can do what she wants with it. He also says if he had the money, if I had the money, then I would do the same for her. People are just Lying jealous because like of hell. how much she won, and people want to see me locked in jail. Those two <sighs> things are true. People are I mean, jealous that she won the money, and uh, they do want to see him in jail. And <laughs> mainly just want to see you in jail because you don't deserve. You're a slime like, bag. But if, because like, he's the father of the youngest. Down. You know, women are always going to have that side spot for the, you know their baby daddies, and rightfully so, but here... He could have figured it out on his own. Now you got that out. much money. <laughs> I'd right. be a stone cold, I'm, ice cold bitch. I wouldn't give well, a damn. You do me wrong, I cut you the fuck off. And, y'all know and they live with in North Coochie Carolina. Power? Please, please. <laughs> y'all know they live in North Carolina. The cost of living was uh, is a little bit lower. So she bought her, and plus it was like 2015. So she spent $350,000 to build a new home on a gated piece of property okay. in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. I hope I'm okay. saying that right. Might be Shalot. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so then when when McDowell got, when Hot Sauce got out of jail, he went to live in the house. So <laughs> Why he do you went, like saying Hot he Sauce? Went, I, it's just funny that they call this nigga Hot Sauce. So Hot Sauce went from the trailer to jail to a new home. <laughs> like like wow. to getting out of jail to go into a, a brand new home. 
So basically, people started to say that McDowell was a sugar baby because when he was arrested back in 2014, they're just now figuring this out. (laughs) He listed assets of a mere $120. However, when Holmes won the lottery, you know, they, uh, he's, he established his own auto repair business and she bought him a $15,000 Rolex dripping in diamonds. Why does she buy this nigga this Rolex? This is Whoa. so, this is just. <laughs> Mimi's, it's like she literally had no one advising her. And I'm like, God, Lee, where Nobody are her friends? Child, the nigga kept getting locked up and his bails had totaled $21 million. Mm-hmm. And she just kept bailing him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would do it for her. I'm sure. <laughs> that she fell for that. That that's how you know. She this what she fell for. If, if I had it, I I swear to God, I would do it for you. I would do it for you. And that worked. <laughs> this is apparently sad. she only well because it's bail. She only clank paid, the clank. You know. that bar of soap. You might. Want to- <laughs> <laughs> I might put some money on your books. <laughs> I I get you some Jordans. You know what, you know what I'm saying? saying? Make so, sure you got some noodles. We good. You, but. Okay, have you some smokes? Release some stress. Um, Jesus. So, because you know she bought this new house because she got money, obviously she moved into an affluent neighborhood. But because she's coming from the trailer park and she got her ghetto sugar baby husband. They kept arguing. So the neighborhood, with her? the neighbor, uh, the, the homes. I mean, well, Holmes McDowell, the 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 uh, the lottery winner, her boyfriend. Oh, they kept okay. Getting into I thought it you with meant neighbors. like the people in the neighborhood. Oh, well, well yeah, yeah, yeah. They kept getting into it with the neighbors, and um, were allegedly the neighbors were allegedly exasper exacerbated by a, the addition of racial prejudice. McDowell told the Daily Mail that their mostly white neighbors had been harassing the family and he success, he has success, ooh, where did the words go? <laughs> he suspected that their North behavior Carolina. was racially motivated for real, <laughs> like right on down to Shalot. Um, <laughs> he said one of the neighbors set up a camera to record everything we do. If I was driving down the road and going to at the speed limit, they would wave at me for going too fast. They didn't want us there. They were pregnant. I believe that 100%. I do, but I tell them. <laughs> I and the nigga was in and out of that. jail, so they was probably looking at this like this black couple's here. This nigga just came from jail. And they, Asante, they if my memory serves me correctly, weren't they keeping the property like really shitty? Wasn't the the grounds of the property weren't they like deteriorating, leaving four rounded four wheelers and shit? In one of the stories, I, I yeah, in one of the stories I read, it was saying like that the grounds weren't being kept up yeah. and. Like the front door kind of looked a little messy at times, yeah. like either from build up of stuff or just like trash being outside. Like they wouldn't take it to the curbs or whatever. I was just like, what? So, oh, you know, I might would have felt like that, too. I'm not saying that that gave those uh, white Karen ass neighbors license to be Karen's. All I'm saying is, you know, there goes the neighborhood. Right. There's <laughs> a reason to feel something. Shit. Well, you know, in some states you're allowed to um, be anonymous, but North Carolina, they publish your name. When you win? Oh, that's my fear, too. I would hate to have to be on TV. Yeah, me too. Ugh. I would no. do it, though, if I had to do it to get my money. <laughs> Don't. Well, okay, do move. you have to? Because I feel like there was a trade off. Like, well, I don't know. I thought in some states 
if you say no, they is it that they take a cut or something? Maybe that, maybe that's something they offer. Maybe it's like you know we want we we publish your name, but you know for an additional twenty percent, right? You can keep like off the I record, feel like there's something like pay that. for the tax fee or the law like fee that. or whatever they. Yeah, I feel like they, there's an additional you can't pay. But no, I'm, I'm maybe if they don't have it, they probably just announce your ass like, hey, they won. It's like, wait, well, hold up. Wait a minute. I ain't even collected it yet. How y'all just going to say that I won? I ain't got nothing. You know when I win. be outside the, the TV station. I'll be tweeting different. All you mm-hmm. bitches. <laughs> it's my sons. They'll be like, friends. <laughs> I'll, I'll be like the re- the revolution will not be televised. <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, fuck <laughs> you. You're cool. And, and, oh. and blank, I ain't forgot about into whatever. <laughs> I go back to all the old shit I remember. We people that did me everybody. wrong. Everybody, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no more politically correct bullshit. And on you, television. you bitch. And Let you. me tell you something. Yeah. That well, child. Whoa, they published yeah. the name. So on top of her dealing with moving to her new house, the racist neighbors, she got a bunch of people calling her asking her for money. Mm-hmm. So I Marie, bet, I mean. Marie's still taking care of her kids. You know, now she moving because she got some money. She bailing her man now. She's trying to set up their new life. She arguing with the neighbors. And she answering the phone every five minutes because often when news spreads that someone has won the lotto, people start coming out of the woodwork to ask for cash. And He's giving coke. <laughs> 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 what? I, why? Oh, I really want to name the episode. <laughs> Go, please t- text Dude. it now. Text it now, please. It's giving Coke. Oh my god! Text it now. <laughs> uh, McDowell. <laughs> there's an interview that they did. <laughs> And that's what we keep referring back to. But McDowell confirmed that the couple had been fielding many calls from all kinds of people looking for a handout. Um, He said that's what happens. He said that's what happens when Holmes says to him, when money comes, there are more problems. So basically, more money, more problems. Acting like Monique Hudson. All up in the mix. And Rocky, Latasha from Escape Husband, all in the mix. That's a shame. Speaking of all in the mix and and, and, and Rocky. Uh, Marie had a, a, a very rocky moment because remember one of the first things she said she was going to do was give t- 10% of her money to the church. That's why she should have just kept her mouth shut. Finance 101 actually says uh, it would have been better for her in the long run if she'd been able to keep her winnings private and make her donation anonymously. Wait, hold on. So she gave 10% of 127 In the beginning, she made a commitment that she was going to give 10%. And that was on the 188. <laughs> so we ain't even got down to where what happened, right? But 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Um shortly uh, after uh. getting arrested for the weed, as y'all told y'all about, Holmes got around to giving the uh, the church the money. According to a press release at the time, the first that was the first thing she promised. And to get the ball rolling, to get the ball rolling, she gave them seven hundred thousand dollars to play a pleasant hill missionary baptist church the church was grateful for the donation (laughs) and planned to use it (laughs) you know what though you know 
They I pulled sure her. Do. They may have pulled her up through hard times. We don't know what kind of church this is. <laughs> Listen, the church, they were happy. I do. Um, <laughs> a fraud. Okay? A normal church, just know. like everywhere else. Well, remember, Brick we in North mortar Carolina. and bars on the windows. Remember, we in, in uh, North Carolina. I don't remember the previous residence or, or the actual location of this church. It's Pleasant Hill. We're at the Pleasant Hill Missionary Baptist Church. Remember, she'd been going there when she was living in the trailer park. So, okay. like, this church actually really needed this money. Like, they were really grateful for it when they got it. Well, that's good, you know, but goddamn. <laughs> Outside of Pleasant Hill, there was another pastor close to the Holmes uh, to the Holmes family, uh, Pastor Kevin Matthews. He claims God led him to visit the family, and he visited them several times in their new home and ministered to them. He also <laughs> says he tried to help. And, and, and this is this. Hold on, and this is a white man. So that's like this those white DMs, man, People are like, uh, I got this. I got a message to pay. Uh-huh. I bet you right. did. You just saw the my Lord campaign go. Okay. <laughs> Child. They saw they saw you on watch what happens and have a message for you. Right. <laughs> Child, the pastor came to their new home, so now they got this white man coming to their home, uh, ministering to him, and he also was trying to help McDowell make uh, better changes or better positive uh, and better life changes. But he didn't. He wasn't. He didn't know the family before they won. So like you know, our new home, oh, new money. Okay. So she gave it, some of the church the, the money, and then she went to no, got her right. new white man pastor. Right. So mm-hmm. this pastor, he was planning or he was hoping that he could build a retreat. <laughs> so he asked Holmes for one point five million dollars to help him accomplish this goal. Wow. And her dumb ass, his and dumb she ass gave, it, gave to it to him. He claims that she initially verbally agreed, but they never put a deal in writing. Still, according to Matthews, he went ahead and put his own money down on the property. That's on you. So you know what happened? <laughs> He sued her. <laughs> Do not tell me he won. The Lord sued her. <laughs> the this See what I mean? white man pastor, missionary, or whatever. That's what I told you. Cautionary tale. This stranger white man pastor that came into her and new home. And he's white. Oh. That's why I had to tell y'all right up front. <laughs> I wish I, I could show you this picture from on that they have on here. <laughs> um. Marie's back on the news because uh, Pastor Matthews is suing her. He announced his intention to sue Holmes for $10 million. Oh, a figure. (laughs) I'm surprised he didn't get struck by lightning playing with God like that. Child. And in the country where ain't no tornado came through and snatched his uh, uh, pot belly at motherfucking ass. So you, (laughs) what, what he look like, Asante? Oh, you know what? Let me. Can Let's I take personal real? physical attacks. It's Black History <laughs> oh, Month. Um, I had to take. Well, I had to take really cheap shots because I was gonna just say, like, at first glance, Porky the Pig. Okay, but, um, I can go with that. Come on, it's because the like the nose and the mouth. That's like Let's all go I'm seeing. Okay, uh, Char- I know they in North Carolina, Charlotte's Web. Okay, <laughs> Let's go. honestly, maybe it's the entire uh, the entire zoo, the animal A through Z book. That's right. Yeah. Goddamn menagerie. Because <laughs> he looks a little whaleish, but then okay. also a little gorilla-ish, you know, for a white man. And, you know. This hurts my heart. Yeah. No, so. Wait, did cheese. he win? Did he win this lawsuit, Asante? I don't want to see. I, I told you I'm already not good with the true crime. And I'm trying to, like, you know, give y'all, like, some suspense or something. Okay. To, like, ooh, ah, ah. Ooh. But, um, 
you know, he wanted, so I told y'all he wants the $10 million. He forgot to account for the difference that the taxes would make in addition to the previous gift of the $700,000 to her, her home church, because that's what he was trying to base it off of. He was trying to come up with that number off of what she promised to the other church and then say, oh, she promised money to the church. How the you church as in all churches, somebody. but it wasn't your church, motherfucker. Right, right. For a gift. And it was never put in writing. So and, like, and it was never promised him to, to begin with. There was with. no contract. It so wasn't no to him. So I wouldn't even made know what the He literally made up <laughs> this verbal contract between them and then tried to lie and say she promised it to the church because it was put in the news articles. Well, this is all I'm putting it together, right? He was just, somebody had seen the story and she won the lottery and then showed up like how y'all were saying people show up. And it was like she promised it to the church and was acting like he was the church. She paid $700,000 to her church, the Pleasant Hill, not white man Kevin Matthews. And he was trying to act like he was the church. Anyway, um, <laughs> Matthew said, because of the emotional distress and mental stress they put me through, I had to start taking more medicine for anxiety and depression due to the situation. He tried to carry, carry it up. But it didn't matter because the public was not feeling him. Suing a church-going woman for an absurdly high sum is not a good look for anyone. Least of all, a pastor. Matthew's suit didn't hold up well under public scrutiny. And, oh, even, a public YouTube, scrutiny. and even a YouTuber, shout out to the YouTubers. Uh, public, she's pub, uh, a YouTuber has published several series of videos with the case with Fuck You, Kevin Matthews, prominent in each <laughs> title. Thank you. So people were not feeling him and his decision to sue. And from the looks of things, Go his lawyer... Look, from the looks of things, his lawyer might not have even followed through on his greedy suit. There is no public outcome of the suit. And at the time when he allegedly sued, uh, filed, he refused to give his lawyer's name to the reporter because the paperwork wasn't yet complete. So he was trying to sue her and finagle her and scam her. And then the lawyer was like, ah, I hope somebody sticks a lit match right in each of his eyeballs. <laughs> That's as low as you can get playing with the That's Lord wild. and that black woman. <clears throat> her money. dollars. And then you, they white, mind. so you know they playing reindeer games, acting like they can do it in the courtroom. Mm-hmm. But intimidating see, but that's her. why I got nervous though, because it's Charlotte. You know, I'm sure it was would have mm-hmm. been a white jury. He's a white man, but well, probably because his scam was dumb. Can so we got a to a lawyer that was jury? like, "This is dumb. I can't even be <laughs> close to this." What What's did you call when the jury when it's a hung jury? You said but a, it's all I, white. That's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> a sixer jury. <laughs> I know it was an easy joke, but it was still funny. Well, (laughs) Marie, maybe if she would have gave the church all the money up front, maybe she wouldn't be dealing with so much drama. White people, because she just probability may be lower, but it is. You know what I'm saying? They do exist. Y'all have seen the movie. Yes. Asante, what happened? After the Matthews two information came to light. Oh, after the Matthews uh, suit, after all that shit happened, um, we now find out about hot sauces and infidelities. Come on, man. <laughs> Marie just can't catch a break. Um, there were even reports after, of- after she did. She literally caught a break. The biggest break you can catch. She you know- won the lottery. Child, and look, and that means everybody else caught breaks too because there's even reports of Marie paying off uh hot sauce's mistress to leave him alone there was a video that went around on facebook of, of a woman who claimed that hot sauce was taking money from uh from marie and giving it to other women in exchange for sexual favors 
If true, she probably wishes she left him in jail and had her money back. Send him That's back. The, they, they, just, they just speculated that. I shouldn't have read that part. But um, now we can get to the part that Dustin's familiar with so I can quickly like move towards the end of this. Uh, Marie Holmes appeared on Ayala's Fix My Life. I told you. I said, I told you. What the hell? We are going to be in a simulation. This is insane. I I told you. I was like, something in this story is going to trigger y'all. Because I I was going over. Look, I talked to my mom when I'm like, yeah, I want to talk about such and such. She's like, like, oh, is that who? And I'm like, yeah, see, okay. So this is something. Yes, and, and my daddy oh, too. He loves yeah, y'all too. Don't your even dad. Out, Absolutely. And your sister here. And my look, I got two sisters. And shout out to <laughs> Shamel. Happy belated birthday. I love you, girl. And I'll never forget them donuts. Remember, we was tearing oh my them God, donuts up. Oh, my God. Oh, we tore them donuts up. We tore them donuts to this day. I that makes he was in the mom. car eating my, donuts. That's how listen, they were. Listen, me and my mom, it, look, now if I won the lottery, I'm d- getting a restaurant. We're getting a like, franchise. Look, <laughs> get the donut shop. And my mom is no going cops. to be like no purchaser, cops. taster. She's going to like have a high level in that job because she just knows service, food, everything. Anyway, yeah, we love um, you. <laughs> we love you. Uh, Holmes is on the Yanla because she was tired of the constant drama and media scrutiny. So she turned to Yanla for guidance. <laughs> In case you haven't seen it, friend. <laughs> friend. During the show, Yanla brought Holmes and her mother together so they could resolve issues. Because y'all know it always, what? there's always something. Yeah, you know, she was trying Wait, to get to the childhood is her, trauma. Is her money gone? Like, is that? No. I will spoil that and say it's not. Okay. But okay. it could have been, right? It's almost That's what I was worried. Yeah, I'm just going ahead and answer in case I run out of time, right? But I, I'm a, actually, I'm almost done, really. But um, during the show, she brought the mom and uh, she brought Holmes and her mom together. And apparently, though Marie thought her numbers, thought, thought her winning numbers were random, her mom... Her mother mm-hmm. had, in fact, carefully selected them. That's, do you remember this part? I remember this. Her mama felt like she owed her some of the money because she felt like she gave her the uh, the numbers or whatever, basically. Her mother said, I kept dreaming about your brother that we lost. His birthday, he was the third child. He would have been 25 that year. <laughs> Those were the numbers. Oh, girl. Though, <laughs> though your own people. <laughs> she said... You would have been, oh girl. As though her mama Stop. did pick, though her mama did pick the numbers. Um, her mom does not regret letting Marie have her fortune because she wanted her daughter and grandchildren to have a better life. I so mean, she didn't the, give her mom nothing. I didn't see that actually, and I, that's what I should have been looking for. But <laughs> in addition to her though. mother's secret. Holmes was dealing with more new information during the taping of the show. During this episode, we learned that Hot Sauce was on the verge of heading back to prison. Thank God. This time, <laughs> this time sentenced to serve seven years for more drug charges. <sighs> this time for conspiracy oh, to distribute heroin. <laughs> <sighs> Following the taping, bail money. That's all I'm thinking about. At least it's all it's done. Hopefully, because right. if she do it hopefully this time, that's, that's on her. Child. Following the taping, her relatives began publicly accusing her of stealing the winning ticket number from her grandmother, or the, the winning ticket from her grandmother. What? It seemed that the storm of drama and misfortune that surrounded Holmes might never let up. She went from lawsuit to like, like she, it, turning she just keeps, on her, a nothing ass nigga in the house. But that's what they say. You ever see those documentaries about lottery winners? They're hella cursed. Like kids be dying. 
you know, all kinds of t- illnesses. Like it, it just kicks up so much in people around them and the people themselves. It just seems like it's just a cursed thing to win. I take my chances. Well, baby, <laughs> Marie had a family to raise. Okay. <laughs> Um, in North Carolina, there is a foundation doing good work in the local community. You know I'm risky. <laughs> Marie, one of the things she said and actually did, she tied 10% of her winnings. Woo. So she did actually end up giving her money back to the, short, to the church. Wait, what? <sighs> Marie was successful in her mission to tie 10% of her winnings. And you can see it in action. Oh, she made an initial investment. Of nine point seven dollars to her foundation, the Marie Holmes Foundation, and huh. much of her and much of her money has gone to help underprivileged children. Okay, the Marie Holmes Foundation frequently hosts events, giveaways, holiday toys, and well, school supply drives, cool. and mm-hmm. to help families sense. cover their extra expenses. The families she now supports are a lot like hers used to be, and despite her personal hardships, it's wonderful that she's using the money to make a difference. That's beautiful. Huh. So. What about the rest? I wonder how much she got left after all that. Listen. Why her kids ain't whooped her nigga ass? If my mama rich, I'm protecting the family. (laughs) I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be one of them sons. You're going to have to get through me, motherfucker. (laughs) And it ain't going to be easy. I've got money and a fortune to protect. You know what I'm saying? Like Them kids was probably getting paid both ways. Like, Hot Sauce was probably bribing them, too. He like, had to prove how hot he was, because I would have got in his ass. Like, nigga, you fucking... <laughs> then not like that, okay? We're not talking about... He was disgusting anyway. Asante. He looked like it a just... bum. He looked like he had a sour ass and dirt streaks in his drawers when I seen like him on the sop? Yeah, sour sop <laughs> ass mother... That's who I'm going to call. He was a sour sop ass, nothing ass motherfucker. Hot sauce. Well, Woo. there's one large. So as I told you, she's doing all right. The, uh, the foundation is successful. She's helped people today. Uh, well, as of a couple years ago, I believe this article was published. And, sure, um, you're right. I there was one overarching thing that we never really touched on here, Stupidity. and honestly, we don't really care to touch on. I just wanted to make mention of it because I'm sure there's someone listening that probably immediately was like this and I just didn't think about it to the end of this and I was like oh yeah right mm-hmm. it comes into question is it okay to gamble if you are a Christian oh what? how about that well, yeah you know they, they talk about you know Christianity and gambling you and you it's know, supposed to be a sin all the fun yeah. stuff and, and she won <laughs> she won, she won money via stuff. gambling but she did pay money to the church, as she said she did. She was, and they, so like, they took it though. That's my thing. If it's right. if it's dirty, if it's uh, puffy, mm. Dawn and Kalina, okay. If it's dirty money, <laughs> then why are y'all so warm to take the money? I ain't never understood that. Yeah, ain't, ain't nothing with a little bit of sage. <laughs> well, <laughs> not everybody believes it's a gamble. That would have been me as a pastor of the church. Yeah, we're going to clean it up. No, no, no. Yeah, Fred. No, no, make it in. Make it in. <laughs> well, well, look, this part is for us. Christian parts. <laughs> One pastor who puts it this way. You can't be against the lottery, but your youth department is doing a raffle. Same okay. thing, pastor. Same thing. Once again, not read, <laughs> but read. <laughs> <laughs> You can't be against that the lottery, he continues, and you have a prize of $500 for whoever brings the most people on Family and Friends Day. Ooh. Now, what kind of ghetto-ass church is that? 
I, that's you know, some, I that's know, some straight up ghetto. Ass. We might as well I do guess a pyramid scheme. You know, incentive. <laughs> <laughs> Not an MLM well, church. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what was the name of the, the knife company? Oh, uh, uh, oh um, Cutco. Vector. 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 Yeah. Fucking Cutco knife. Cut call, yeah. Vector marketing and Cutco knives. Yeah. Not the church Man, of Vector child. They had me stressing my family out. Everybody had knives. I was lit. <laughs> you know the one thing that you know the one situation like that that was respectable though Mary Kay Aunt Mary oh, yeah. Kay people really got money and shit Mary you know Kay what I'm Avon. saying like yeah and Mary Avon. Kay and Avon yeah mm-hmm. it was respectable shout out to Skin So Soft okay and then, and then we got our generation got Herbalife <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> which I used to think was cigarettes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, child, what a story. This I hope Hot just... Toss is somewhere locked up. Please. Again, this was a the cautionary tale of Marie Holmes. Maybe what are the cautions, that... Asante? What are you cautioning people to do <laughs> per Marie Holmes' tale? That's what I would like to know. Look, don't I, I, do what that she did that was stupid. <laughs> what other things? Don't bail niggas out of jail. <laughs> don't don't be with <laughs> Look, don't allow white men passes into your home. Don't move into white neighborhoods where the white neighbors are nosy unless you can look at them every month and be like, oh, bitch, I got a light that leave me alone. Or unless you can call the police on them. That's my favorite when you call and the police on the white And don't tell nobody person. that you won. My there main, you go. My, my number one takeaway, though, for me, because I want everybody to do this. I know we joking and laughing and we probably serious because, you know, it's, it's money. Who really gives a fuck at the end of the day? But I really want you to consider <laughs> if you win the lottery, get hire some sort of team. I don't care if it's three to five people. Just you need to hire some people to tell you what exactly what to do, because um, I believe Marie did hire someone or speak to somebody before she won, even though she still made her big uh, purchases. You mean like a financial advisor? Yeah, (laughs) because that's why she still made the foundation, because Marie did a whole lot of bullshit. But at least whoever she uh, talked to or whatever gave her that idea for that foundation, that was that one thing that she at least had to stand on and keep going with. So she don't got to go back to McDonald's or Walmart because I, for one, do not want to take my ass back down to the Shake Shack. Okay? <laughs> so play the lottery if you want to. If you don't want to, you Ooh, don't got to. I'm yeah. not telling you to do either one which way. And I'm also not a financial advisor. Get your life. This has been the Friends on the Tweak and Asante episode. Yeah, Love I got y'all. one thing more to say, right? Because I don't want nobody to get my words fucked up because I believe it's people who are in jail, right? Who you could bet, take the risk to bail out and wouldn't fuck up the play. I know oh, some yeah. people who oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a bunch of people who all they need is a, is somebody to look out a one time, out, literally one mm-hmm. time. But when you talking about twenty one million dollars worth of bailing the same goddamn nigga out, <laughs> that's a different motherfucker. That's not the people that we just got finished mentioning. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No. So yeah, Hell don't get it twisted. No. There is love after lockup. Okay. <laughs> Just not with hot sauce. Just not with hot sauce. Much love to everybody. It's a bunch of people that Ooh, listen to us that's, in, that's, that's incarcerated and stuff. Much oh my love God, to all of y'all. Yes, I got a yeah. uh, message from a mom telling me that her son like listens to us and, and how we helped him get through wow. his bid. And that made me so emotional. Wow. Man. She sent that's us like, well, actually, I need to send up. it to y'all. So, no, but I, I our listeners know that <laughs> we talking yeah. about the raggedy asses, not people that legit need a hand out here right. but but shout out you to know, all our listeners that are in there because man y'all be sending mm-hmm. some nice messages uh, you know i just want to say this i don't go to jail i haven't been i hope i and pray i never do go 
But I don't hold anything against anyone that has ever been locked up or touched to jail or is in jail now or locked up because I feel like y'all know how damn how sensitive I am. Yes. Everybody is important. Everybody mm-hmm. deserves a voice. Everybody deserves a choice. Everybody deserves to live, breathe, basic essential needs. I do not like watching shows, whether it's those damn, you know, any shows, because y'all know I always watch the nine, uh, uh, what was it, no, 60 Days In, shit like that. Oh my God, yeah. And it's like, you see these shows <laughs> you know and people are literally being mistreated on a daily basis. And there are niggas that work th- through the shit every day and act like it's okay. And I just hate that all of this is happening or any of it has ever happened. Like Rikers, and- all the stories out of Rikers is like surreal. Y'all niggas is important. We love y'all. We not talking about y'all. No, niggas. no, no. Y'all, even y'all know who we talking about. <laughs> yeah, y'all definitely do. I just felt like sometimes people need to hear that shit. You know no, no, shit? no. It's true. No I'm glad you, you called that out. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But hot sauce, fuck you. You know what I'm saying? That's wrong how you took you our goddamn money. Because you fucked up the money. bag hot sauce. You literally had everything and you on a silver plate. And she was trying to look out for him. That's yeah. crazy. And then you let Chris Kringle come in there and threaten y'all and all that press that lawsuit and shit that that, that uh 700 club ass pastor came in there you know what i'm saying uh, tammy faye baker husband what was it jim baker ass pastor <laughs> came in there and and, and hoodwinked y'all and had y'all in court right oh, it's you hot too. sauce i blame hot sauce you should have been you should have been the head of your household motherfucker okay fuck hot, fuck hot sauce <laughs> I don't eat the shit no way. To be truthfully <laughs> honest, y'all ain't never seen me put hot sauce on. You don't nothing. like hot sauce. No, nah. like hey, everybody know me. No, like I don't eat. I don't even yeah. fuck with hot sauce. <laughs> okay, so the writing been on the wall, and that's word to <laughs> Destiny's Child. That and was that's good, Sante. That was good. Thank that you. Was, yeah. That was. I was going to talk about a bunch of lottery winners, but then this one story just kept going like back to back to back to back. I was like. Girl, what is going She's on? She's like the Murdochs with the freaking twists and turns. Yeah, <laughs> but at least she made it at the final end and she's still here today, I believe so. Uh, today after this article. So I, I I pray she got even more money today. And I pray that all them kids Same. is doing well. Them kids Same. need to stand up. I'm sorry. I pray, that her, I pray that her actual church is doing well too. Not the, uh, the, the not fake the white thief. pastor. Yeah. yeah, not him. I hope he burning somewhere. Me too. I hope his toes is burning, his balls is burning. Mine his too. Is burning. I hope he went bald and got hair in places he don't want it. I hope everything <laughs> is horrible. I hope he dry rots. Like when you hang a flower upside down. He gonna do that anyway though. Walking up into somebody's house to deliver some bullshit. Right. At a time. <laughs> Then knew what you was doing. He went in there purposely to to swindle. He's a swindler. That's what that That's is. He, sw- he swindled her. And he didn't even know her before the winnings. That's the craziest part to me. And thank God he was an idiot swindler because the, I guess the lawyer, because like they said, they didn't even continue the paperwork for his lawsuit because the lawyer probably looked at that shit and was like, well, you don't have, no, it was like, she you, didn't, you, goof don't, you didn't record her saying she was going to do this. You don't have it in writing. She was, you saw no that she promised a church. This you, You're not part of the church. Nigga, I got to get somebody this else. This one, you, you call one of your cousins and have somebody catch a nigga at the gas station or something. This one, you do that. That's what I saw should have been doing. It'd have been that them files in that briefcase would have been everywhere, all across the parking lot of that gas station by the time my people got through. Not the okay. files. Everybody would have knew what size shoe he wore because them feet would have been pointed up in the air by the time my people got through. Just manila like, envelopes everywhere. <laughs> manila in the air. Oh, At least Marie okay. didn't uh, turn to a life of crime because with all, with that type of money, she could have just been putting hits on, on people. 
Hey. <laughs> Just saying. Then the her. <laughs> but yep, that's it for the, the this week's hot button. I hope it was hot enough, not that was like good. hot sauce. That was good. Right. Thank you, Asante. Thank you. Now back to you, friend. Right, let's bring in those wind chimes. This week, <laughs> this week actually, my <laughs> now we get a dance with it. <laughs> that's for Asante. Weekend <laughs> Bernie's. Um, this week's wellness segment was actually inspired by Claude because we hey, were talking, the Grammy right? Award winning the, Claude. Oh, Kelly you know what? I have to Lewis say York. that. Okay, Claude Kelly of the Grammy Award winning Lewis York. Friend, you should the put Grammy you should put that at the beginning of the show. Oh, mm-hmm. that's so cute. That should be the title of the episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but um, so Grammy Award winning friend of mine who I was on the phone with, Claude, he. And I was talking about needing to have, because he's kind of been in that same like burnt out, you know, end of year burnt out that's kind of kind of uh, trickled into this new year. Mm-hmm. And so we were kind of just sharing like, what are we doing to kind of offset that feeling? And he was talking. We started talking about hobbies and just shit that you do that you don't monetize that you do just because you want to do it. Just mm-hmm. to create it, especially as creatives, we always want to just make stuff. It don't necessarily have to be posted or for anyone else. Um, and he was saying that he he loves cooking. Like Claude is that person that watches mm. all those cooking shows, like Master Chef, Top Chef, everything. Um, he's gonna be Claude he, of all Claudes. Okay, that's why him <laughs> and Jade are so tight because they got that foodie thing. Claude of all Claudes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So he's taking like <laughs> private cooking classes that that's start so next cool. week. Is that not so? And I was like, oh, that sounds so dope. And he's been so excited getting like his little apron and like utensils yes, for it, you know? And it's just so cute. And he was talking about how it just, it made him excited to have something to do that has nothing to do with work. I love and like, that actually integrating it into his weekly schedule and having something to look forward to, you know? And I was like, that's something that I don't have. Like, I don't have a consistent hobby that's just fun. Like, I'll make time for little things like, you know, like game night, which for me, games is Mm -hmm. fun. Like playing Legos. I told you I Mm -hmm. bought the botanical Lego collection and Mm -hmm. just making time for that. Remember, Asante, you inspired me to get Mm -hmm. the Nintendo Switch. (laughs) Yes. So gaming has been cute, but I'm like, I want a hobby like that, that is consistent, that's fun. And even reading, you know, um, a lot of those mental health journals online and the different studies. And they talked about how much that'll help improve your creativity as a whole, Mm -hmm. just because doing something that keeps you present like that, it obviously is going to lower your heart rate. You know, your stress levels are going to lower because you're so focused on this one thing that has nothing to do with work and money and productivity and for us you know numbers and algorithms and all those things that can kind of take away from you as a creative so I've been thinking like what is a hobby that I could get into I'm still trying to figure it out but I wondered if y'all had hobbies or anything of the sort and if not what would yours be because I love that his is cooking you said a hobby that's fun consistent Dustin, I already know where you go. <laughs> Is that not a hobby? That's weekly. 
Weekly. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Weekly. And I didn't say LGBT. I said they got me too quick. Uh 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 uh. Lick butt. <laughs> I can't. Okay. No, what is some uh, outside of that one? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Outside, I'm into that. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I went to a little bit of exhibition centers. Um, no, nah, okay. Outside of that, right? Mm-hmm. I like um, I like a lot of things. Like you know, I'm obsessed with roller coasters and theme yes, parks and that I whole love. And the That's whole so amusement industry. Put a pin in that mm-hmm. world, but anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with it. I keep up with all the latest trends, all the latest news, all the latest announcements from the different parks and the different roller coaster manufacturers. It is truly my hobby. Like I'm a nerd and geek in that space. And it's something that I take my, uh, that I, that, that I enjoy, you know, using as background noise. Another thing I already told y'all, Kendra G, her singles live uh, show on <laughs> that Facebook, you guys watching YouTube, the Instagram. I'm a, Why did we watch that? You see that comment section, you know exactly we what we watched. We were so much fun that day. <laughs> That's another thing, right? Okay, then I'm going to tell you another thing that I love. I, in the, Sort of in alignment with my obsession with like roller coasters and theme parks and things of the like i also love like stadiums new construction period so like mm. i also watch like the million dollar house tours like they'll show you mm. like what a three million dollar three million dollars can oh, buy I you in charlotte those. or in dallas it, or in different countries yeah at different yeah. countries they tour the the real estate i love that i love um home interiors so i love like flooring tile trims kitchen and bathroom remodels i love all that so those things are hobbies for me i populate my time with those in addition to keeping up with all the hood news so i can (laughs) tell you what's going on with you know the different shows the different crews all the little comedians hood nigga shit i love that you know (laughs) i am who i am take me as i am I love it. Wait, I'm so curious though because I don't mm-hmm. know if I've ever asked you. Do you know where your love for roller coasters comes from? Like, where did that yeah. start? When I was little, we would go to Cedar Point Amusement Park in oh, Sandusky, in Ohio, Ohio, which you're familiar oh, with. Yep, yep. And it's actually the number one amusement park in the world for years and years and years. It's I been, did been not recognized. Know that. As the um, they have an award ceremony called the Golden Ticket Awards. It's like the the Grammys or Oscars of that industry, mm-hmm. and they won Best Park for like years consecutive. I they did just not know that. So <laughs> it, it, cool. it's like the standard. So going there as a child every summer, and having siblings who are older and taller than me and could ride all those roller coaster rides and shit, I would want to ride it. I used to cry before I was 48 inches tall. And my father would be like, you can ride next year, boy. Like, just wait till next year. And the year that I became 48 inches tall and could ride all the rides, I felt so grown. And I just That's think that so cute. From, it was just a really exciting, special thing for me. And then my siblings were older and cool, like teenagers. Mm-hmm. So I, I would watch them get outfits and like go ride all the, the big, scary rides. And I figured that that was cool to like, be a daredevil and ride the bigger rides and shit. It just, I just figured it all out. I was taking it all in. I've always been very astute <laughs> and uh, I was taking it all in. And so I, I, from there, I just have always loved it. I never um, waned in my affection for that industry and love for that industry. That I, is it still so makes me cute excited to, me. 
So I go to the park by to myself. Family and just mm-hmm. like those outings and that mm-hmm. that connection. I can see that. That's sweet. Mm-hmm. I love um, it. Meanwhile, I'm mortified of <laughs> roller coasters. I always <laughs> say, but I'll you. hold your coat. <laughs> Funnel cake. Okay, instantly. <laughs> Instant answer every time. What about you, Asante? Do you have hobbies or is there a hobby that you're looking forward to maybe getting into? Uh, well, you know, I love to travel, uh, first class. Um, no, I'm Hello. just kidding. Uh, no, I, I wish I, I wish <clears throat> travel to become a, a hobby of mine that I can That's accomplish yeah. even more often. Like, I want to get to a place where I can feel comfortable and, like, efficient enough to, like, do some remote work or something. So it's just like, all right, well, he's on the go. He knows his uh, his hot spot is working and he can just be be out like that's kind of what I, the kind of lifestyle i want to have at some point you know why they call um, it working remote i don't mean huh? to cut you off but you know why they call it working remote why because motherfuckers don't do shit but be on the couch <laughs> watching tv <laughs> with the remote in there relatable content I, mean, but I, want, <laughs> I want the i want the international remote though, you know what i'm saying right telemundo international, <laughs> international remote location okay <laughs> But uh, yeah, you know I love to game. Video gaming yes. is super dope. Listen, like listening to music. I love going through. See, Music Man segment is going not be a whole lot this week because I love going through. And you, you know, I, did I show you? I got the the AirPod Maxes. Oh, mm-hmm. the the over ear. I mean, I yeah, have been going back and listening to certain projects and and the spatial audio and. The, the sound be moving. So is it good? Just, Should I get those? Hell, I was looking at them yes. from my walk. See, I thought that they were going to, I feel like they're going to come out with something in like a, a couple of months because people were talking about the new AirPods coming and I was like, well, let me get some now. And because, you know, they don't go, Apple ain't going to do no real discount for real. No way. And yeah. if I'm really feeling them, then they can just be my like home pair and then the new ones can be like my travel pair or whatever, you know, if it, if it's a big difference or whatever. But uh, listening to music, I love going on like YouTube and listening to like demos and unreleased music, stuff like that. But again, video games, something special about video games when you're able to just really, because you know I have ADD, so maybe everybody can do it except for me, when you can just really focus on what is going on because, you know, some games are a little bit too gruesome or, you know, they shake the screen a little bit too much because, you know, I feel like I'm older, so now I'm more sensitive to a lot of that stuff, whereas before, graphics weren't even really that good when I was younger. So it was like as graphics have sharpened, and my attention span has shortened. Um, graphics have sharpened and the imaginations of people have gotten a little bit more wild. So it's hard mm-hmm. to find good games where I can just play them without having to worry about all the extra spooky shit or the bloody shit like or Sonic. the we're trying to make it a movie. <laughs> so now there's a loud ass boom in the room out of nowhere. Like, but <laughs> you said Sonic. I used to love Sonic and Casino Night Zone. That game Sonic. used to fuck me up. Like going, like having a spin and then going through like the pinball shit type oh, thing. I loved it. Sonic was the shit. Getting all them jewels. Remember all of that? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Ah, noise. I love Sonic. <laughs> but I miss Sonic. going to arcades. Like I yeah. used to love. Oh, like, I the, just the, found at- one here. Oh, friend, you have to take me. I know. It's, I thought of you, too. You know what's funny? As soon as I saw it, I said, oh, I have a place to take Asante when he yeah. comes to Portland. Because it looks like the old school ones, you know? like mm-hmm. Yeah. They, like, it's not modern. Even the outside marquee, it's like a marquee. Yeah. Like, it looks yeah. so old. That's like they cool. just, That's what I mean. Yeah, like, they preserve that old feel, like, from the 50s or I don't, who knows. But it's just so You cute. can go in there now. Oh, my God. I was just about to say <laughs> We walking in through the front, motherfucker. 
As a matter of fact, I'm kicking the door in like it's a saloon. You know what? All month, I'm kicking the doors like I'm walking in a saloon everywhere I go because it's Black History Month. Boom! Let me in this motherfucker. I was going to say, I don't know how preserved all of their policies and practices are inside, but the Fuck outside them. looks fun. These so. machines, are, these game pinball machines are for us. That's the colored section. Could you imagine? <laughs> but I, I, am, I looked it up on IG and <laughs> I thought it was super cute. I was like, I'm definitely going to take you when you come. It's, it's oh, really yeah. cute. I'm, I'm there. I'm Where are you going to take me? Where I'm going to take Dustin. <laughs> you ain't where where the niggas at, man? <laughs> She ain't been on that side. She ain't been on my side of town yet. Don't go. Don't go. Don't go, friend. Don't go. <laughs> Don't go. <laughs> I'm just going to go to your world. I'm in your world when I come to Portland. You just come on a hike. Uh-huh. With uh-huh. Hey, you know, I'm, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Wait, what else is Sante? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think for me, I want to do something that gets me out the house. So, ooh, ooh, like that dog. That dog agreed. You hear that? Okay, <laughs> you heard that shit. <laughs> oh, somebody sent a wellness check to that to find a to it, spot now, over there. I promise there. you. If we wasn't doing this show, I would open the hallway and be like, "Ooh, y'all hear that dog? That's crazy!" Like I do that because. <laughs> That dog said, I too would like to do something that takes me outside. Okay. No, but I want to do something. (laughs) Um, I told y'all I found a black farm out here. Um, They had been going through some, like the weather was kind of fucking them up and they were having some issues, but I think they're back up and running. Mm -hmm. And they randomly followed me, which was Mm -hmm. cool because they must have heard, you know, that I was here from, you never know who knows who and whatever. So I definitely want to get in, have some type of relationship with them and maybe make that be part of my hobby where like weekly... I'm going to ask them, like, do they have some kind of apprenticeship program or, you know, even if it's volunteering, I'd like it to be something more than volunteering. Because I know mm-hmm. with volunteering, usually it's like they just let you do whatever, you know, comes Function, up that day. Yeah. yeah. But I'd rather it be something more where, like, I can really study because it's a married couple, mm-hmm. which I think is so cute. And they've been running this farm for like 20, 30 years or something it'd be cool to like really, really get into their brain. Like how much do they know? Could you imagine that's what they could pass down? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. obviously I could go to school for it, but it's very different to learn it one-on-one. From the people. Right. From the people and just kind of get that hands-on experience. Yeah. So I had looked up some programs out here, but they were all white and that's cool. Not that you're not going to learn, but I definitely think it's going to hit a little different to learn mm-hmm. from like an older black married couple. Prime know. example. See if they got a weed plant in the back. Exactly. They're gonna they call. <laughs> they're gonna call green something, some formal name. It says say the college. Bunch them up and take <laughs> the first three fucking rows. Go fast. They're gonna take okay. it. It's a difference. It's <laughs> a scientific yeah. name, but I I yeah. think that that's something I want to look into. I know it's you know farming is very labor intensive. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, IG and like, you know, Pinterest makes it look cute. Like you just put on some cute boots and some cute overalls <laughs> and just playing flowers and plants. And I know a lot more goes into it. Like it's back breaking work. 
but I think that'll be good too because it's something that y'all know I'm looking forward to stepping into in the future and what better way than to learn from like a black farm, which I think is cool. And just the fact that I do have access to them since they followed me and kind of mm-hmm. know who I am, that might mm-hmm. help me out. That might be an advantage. I would barter. I'd be like, I will promote y'all. Hell yeah. You know, I don't, whatever they need. They don't need to pay me because okay. yeah. I, I don't need to work on the farm a little paid. bit too. Yeah. Like I don't need to be paid, but I, I would love some kind to help them in some capacity and then them in turn help me with putting me on game this imagine could, they real hippies like you just want to touch our earth <laughs> yes i do like, nigga this ain't joshua tree let me in <laughs> but uh, man you never know what corporate sponsors may even hear this conversation and be open to investing in their farm also oh, putting a bag in your pocket that be too, yeah, you could to be able, be able to bring, able to bring them, to them attention that will actually be useful like that yeah. would be cool yeah, there's a lot of people would get behind a smart black farm, shit. Right, I, so I, I, ain't no chicken gonna taste like a chicken raised on that farm. <laughs> That's so chicken from a black farm. <laughs> oh my god, you be the H of hand. <laughs> So that's something I'll, um, you know, please keep me accountable because you know I, I want to do that. I have it in my mind. I know that I can fantasize things like that and then when I really start thinking about it I can kind of be like oof because my schedule's already tricky and then this is physical work you know and, and mm-hmm. it's like will I be able to do it all but I also told y'all that I'm trying to rework what my life looks like because of how burnt out I was last year and yes. instead of just like work 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 with a little bit of breaks i rather like work and then have a more well-rounded life outside of work mm-hmm. too, where I have a hobby and I have a farm I have to be at, let's say like on Fridays or something. I just think it'd dates. be cool. <laughs> yeah. I just think it'll be cool. <laughs> so, you know, I think it'll be cool to just, I think that's what Claude inspired out of me in mm. that conversation. Cause he has to like leave his house and drive to the chef, you know, or the chef can come to him sometimes and, just having that, um, his brain having something new and fun and fresh to look forward to. And I could see how excited he was. Like He looked like a little kid telling me about like, you know, next week, da, da, da. And I'm like, I want to feel that way too. And I just think uh, that'll also be a cool way to meet people too. Like, you know, to find community. Every time I look at their IG, I see all the like cool farmers i'm like that's so cool like i want farmer friends <laughs> Dustin. but see friend why do i want to steal your life <laughs> but like from my own perspective though like mm-hmm. because i have been saying to myself i would love like my own like studio like brick and mortar business like office to go into and then like have like a the main floor would be like a co-working space or like gaming space totally and a bunch of gamers that. like can meet each other and work with each other. Whether it's like gamers, coders, developers, marketers, like people Strippers. in digital spaces working together and <laughs> putting stuff together. Um, content creators. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> look, oh, now you ain't. I just want to be able to, to do something, not necessarily because I don't want it to be social media related as much as I want like that to reconnect that digital connection. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like those spaces, like, were really cool, but I haven't really seen one, let alone now for us, you know? So. Yeah. 
But yeah, you and the farm friend, I hope you yeah, get, like, I hope it recharges farm. you and like replenishes and gives you everything you need because you work hard. So if yeah, you that, and I think it'll be nice to have my hand in the dirt and be out mm-hmm. in the sun mm-hmm. and like you have to get that vitamin D. Get that vitamin D. Get watch that. Get that. <laughs> I saw I saw both faces morph. Um, I didn't. <laughs> But just also no, honestly, all jokes aside, the farmers are so cute on their farm. Like just the the Boy, vibe and the energy. Are. I just thought about that. <laughs> the community I is bet. no, and then the little kids running around like helping. I can't. And just you it's know what? Too cute. Maya had Saga. Um Maya was doing some farming at her cottage and in uh, Saga had little Saga was out there. That was the cutest thing in the world. Are Shout you out kidding to Saga. me? And even yeah. like like Maya um and Max and Saga right now are in Mexico. And oh, they so and that's cute. their thing. Like, cause I know. One thing that Max, when they first met, Max and Maya, they were traveling. They met in Colombia at a surf camp, you know, Mm, because mm -hmm. traveling is something that they both love to do and they didn't want to lose that. And I love that seeing Maya as a mom, it hasn't changed. You know, they just bring in Saga along and that's their thing (laughs) to just try a new country like she went from Mexico and then she hit me maybe two days ago. Like, we're going to go to Guatemala for like uh, two, three weeks. I was like, what? <laughs> That's so fire. They just got the tickets. They were like, it's close. Now they're there. Then they'll travel around a bit. And every time she sends me pictures, Saga's just like hanging with them, you know, with her little sandals. And tan. Her <laughs> and little, her little hair, tan. Beautiful baby. Smiling. She's so freaking funny and cute. And so I just love that, you know, they have stayed true to those those outside things that have nothing to do with work. You know, it's like these are the things that make me happy. I like to travel. I like to try new food and meet new people. And I'm proud of my friends who have like stuck with it, you know, regardless of how their lives are changing and reconfiguring and I'm like, I need that thing, you know? And I and Khalees, honestly, I love her IG with her babies and her daughter. You always hear her daughter helping her in the farm and how all the things that Khalees is learning. She'd be beefing with the rabbits because they'd be eating her shit. I'm going to beef with that daughter when she's a teenager and she's singing a song to her. I hate you so much right now. Mom! No. <laughs> And they just have the cutest life. I told y'all she made the hair products that I'm like sweating yeah. right now and the skincare. It's just her life is so cute. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel so in alignment. <laughs> I feel so in alignment. And so it's like, why wouldn't I start, you know, planting those seeds? I think especially it's dope. moving out here. Yeah. So literally call me accountable. The seeds, literally. literally and figuratively planting the seeds. So that's something that I personally want to do and it's be good to get me out the house. So I know a lot of people say like they don't know where to start, you know, like I'm curious, those of you listening, are there hobbies that you already do? Maybe there's something that you want to start doing to get you out the house, to get you thinking about something other than freaking work or whatever you might be going through on a personal level. Um, Meetup.com is a good website, too. Like, I remember, no, I know it sounds like a dating site, but it's not. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, no, no, no. It's a where platform. Did this take a turn? It's a platform for interests because I know there's okay, going to be people okay. that don't know where to start. And I remember years ago, how cute is this? My mom 
wanted to learn how to ride a bike. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I remember she was like, maybe there's a group of old people that ride bikes somewhere. Mm -hmm. Do you know she legit found it? And my mom, being in her 60s, found this group of old people that that meet up (laughs) in Central Park. And they was learning how to ride bikes. And she went and she found it through meetup.com. And I'll never never forget that. It stuck in my head. And so it's a cute website where if you maybe you want to learn how to roller skate, Maybe you want to learn how to ride a bike, but you feel like, yeah, you might be a little older mm-hmm. or you want to like whatever your interests are. You want to learn a garden. You want to farm like me. You want to mm-hmm. do roller coasters with people, but maybe you don't have friends around you or you need to maybe you don't live in a city or, or a town or something with roller coasters, but you don't want to go by yourself. Meetup.com is so cute. You can literally find whatever your interests are. And there are people there. Of course, it's a world we live in that are also looking for that. So that's just a suggestion because I know people are going to be like, oh, depending on where you live, you know, I don't really have that luxury. But check that out. I love I, that. It's so cute. I remember my mom came home. She was like, I, I have all these bruises because she fell <laughs> learning oh. to ride this bike. So freaking cute. But tell me in the comments, what are hobbies that you're doing or hobbies that you're considering? And if so, how are you going to get that get that active because we got to hold each other accountable i know a lot of people have been hitting me saying they kind of been feeling like i've been feeling where it's like we're blessed we have a lot of work going on we're thankful we're sustained but we also feel inside that there's just more there's there's more that i want to explore and experience and and thank you to uh budgenista yes tiffany and i had an incredible conversation on the woo Please check that out on Patreon if you haven't already. And thank y'all for all the comments. The The engagement was so beautiful on that. I'm always thankful for your responses and your alignment. And Tiffany and I basically talked about that too. Just like how Tiffany, I mean, she has, what more could that lady do? <laughs> she has been on TV. She's a multimillionaire. She has a, a New York Times bestselling book. You name it, she's done it. Um, and she's at that point too, where it's like, that's great. I'm thankful, but I, there's more, there's more to feel more to do on a personal level. And she's kind of been exploring what her days look like outside of work as well. So something to consider. I love conversations about hobbies. Cause I feel like that's the little kid in us that just wants to play, you know, get a like, train set. Get a hot wheel. You know what I'm saying? I wanna start I wanna start like a a, a digital smoking cipher. Oh, how would that work? That sounds really cool. People just get on and like smoke and talk and well we don't even really gotta talk. We could just like I'll be listening to the same thing or like queue up and request songs or something and maybe chat on the side if we want to. I'm gonna start a sexy nail shop. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to nail school and learn how to do nails and toes and shit. And I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna recruit a whole bunch of like hot niggas or whatever. You and, know and what's then, so trippy? I just said that jokingly two days ago because I was no, because I was watching. Well <laughs> let me tell you why. I was watching the new season of Harlem mm-hmm. on Prime. Hey, Jerry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was a scene where one of the characters was getting a pedicure from this like fine ass black dude with long locks and. Well, fine to her. 
And mm-hmm. <laughs> she was so like, oh, bitch, you know, like, what the fuck? I'm coming back here. And I jokingly said, yo, that would be an incredible business plan <laughs> to yeah. have a salon with a bunch of fine men doing your feet and your so nails this my idea, and massages. Right? What? You know how you got Hooters? My nail, nail spot is going to be called Hoop Shorts. It's going to be a bunch of like hot niggas, you know what I'm saying? And basketball shorts, basketball shorts <laughs> where, you cute. know, in the front of all the desks where you sit down to get it, that's going to be clear. So think like basic instinct. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Boom. Hoop <laughs> shorts, baby. Get ready. Coming to a city near you. <laughs> the thing is, it would be incredible. Buff? That should be like <laughs> slutty vegan. Hell yeah. <laughs> Except we got the meat. <laughs> Come on, baby. The wow. butcher shop. The butcher shop. Oh, that's cute, Dustin. The butcher shop. The butcher is, shop. Yeah, the is butcher cute shop. For a nail salon. Yeah. Because they'll be like, why do they call it that? Because hey, we were aprons. Made by, ooh, and we oh. were the aprons, like the butcher. <laughs> With nothing under, no shirt. Mm-hmm. No, we know. Yeah, well, that's cute. You, yeah, you could like get them like custom Averix, like a detail for like all the stations and shit. Mm-hmm. Well, because you know the niggas ain't really gonna wear shit, so I don't know what kind of clothing. I was like, uh, until uh, they come do the inspections, they're like, Dustin, they can't put their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you want me to do with it? Here? So she like you need a wall here, do it in the back room, and then you like know everything every hour, right? <laughs> like every hour. They come out and do a TikTok. Okay. <laughs> what? Like think not, like a show. You know what I'm saying? Like, they come out and magic do a show. Mike yeah. The they come out every every hour on the hour. You hear doom, <laughs> doom. And then they come out like they're like, I just wanna rock, rock, rock. I just wanna, <laughs> I just wanna yada yada yada. <laughs> yeah. The butcher shot. <laughs> And any of you hoes tell my idea, y'all heard it here first. Okay. <laughs> I'm invest- you got your first friend, investor yep. right here. Friend, boom. <laughs> now you know I'm be dedicated. <laughs> Woo! And that is it <sighs> for this week's wellness segment. We bounce back to you, Asante, Mr. Music Man. <laughs> what you got for mm-hmm. us? Get somebody week? else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Felt. Okay. That lady Felt. belongs in a museum. That video, rather, <laughs> that lady belongs in a museum. I wonder how she feels. Like, does she know that she's this big online? Mm-mm. Get somebody else to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, Imagine that being your grandma and she popping oh, like man. that online. That would be <laughs> so crazy. That would be crazy. <laughs> I would like to remind everyone that it's 2023 because I am experiencing this fatigue that Fran is discussing as well. And I have to consistently (laughs) remind myself. Um, Again, I was listening to some older records and um, I did not really get a chance to dive into anything new. So I do not have anything to, I don't have anything for you this week in the Music Man segment. Gotcha. But. I won't have anything for you next week either because it is shoot the shit. But if we talk music, I will talk. And um, yeah, I will be back with a segment for you all 
<laughs> uh, I was going to say in March, uh, you know, shortly thereafter, <laughs> uh, when we are back to our regularly scheduled programming. Again, I've been listening to my AirPods. Like I've been listening to like old records, like the <laughs> Beyonce mm-hmm. demos. This is something that I, I do. And I hate that I'm even verbalized. Hell no. Actually, I shouldn't tell y'all that shit. Uh, actually, because I'm talking to y'all. I was thinking about everybody else. But because I'm talking to y'all, when Beyonce has releases, I always go through this rabbit hole of like, old ass demos of songs that could have been or maybe we're never going to be like just just moments Not on the cutting room floor uh creole, <laughs> creole uh, and um, uh, um what's the other one that they used uh, to always play in the club yeah back if you see it <laughs> coming back up yeah and like, what was the other one it was another one not creole not back up oh, culture uh, like there was so many of my tongue they would play it in the clubs asante I can't think because I because they just uh, I, I just know what you but you know you what it know is what I'm you, talking you, about. You, I, yes, I know, I know. I, but Beyonce has caught my ear. Um, old Brandy has caught my ear. I've just been listening to like a, a lot of old school R and B. Yeah, because uh, Two Eleven was such a project that I feel like because of some of the singles, it didn't seem like it was the best. But Two Eleven was like there was like some really cool shit on there. And um, if y'all still want to play music, you know. Oh, I, I need to revisit Two Eleven because I feel like it kind of didn't get the same attention as mm-hmm. her other projects, and I, I didn't even give it the same attention. So I'm glad you brought it up because I should. It was good. That. Yeah, Two Eleven was so good. I was having a conversation with somebody, and we were talking about Brandy, and um, we were having like a full moment, a full moment, a full moon, um, uh, <laughs> aphrodisiac moment, and I was like, yeah. And people don't talk enough about 211. Sure. And they were like, it's like nobody talks about B7. And I was like, well, B7 still should be, you know, being worked, but nobody talked about 211. So like I was trying to take it back there because that's, <laughs> that's where my point was. But um, there were just so many cool moments on there, like production-wise. And Brandy just always gave us, she always gives us like this like fresh perspective on what music. And what R and B can be, and I think that's super. I love put it down from two eleven. I remember playing that song a lot. Yeah. I remember I had that on repeat when that when this first came out, but I don't remember a lot of these other songs. I just said, well, I paint this house was so hot. Like, friend, she is talking, like, she's like, I like, the way she's singing on that, hold on, you know, I'm about to, I'm about to just play these songs right quick, and then I let y'all play Brandy. what y'all want to play. It's trippy you're bringing up Brandy, this is so trippy, even Dustin with the nail salon thing, because just, I was just looking up Brandy vinyls, because I was like, I don't mm. have any Brandy vinyls, they are impossible to find, like, you're not getting Full a Brandy needs vinyl. to be played on a vinyl, like... I, I literally was like, I need to hear Full Moon. <laughs> I grew, like, I like all that, my life on God, that, I looked for the Full Moon right. vinyl, and it was like nowhere to be found. <laughs> I probably got to go to Europe to some obscure record yeah. shop in fucking Amsterdam to find it or some shit. Now I'm I gonna play, play a Brandy record. <laughs> Damn, which song was I gonna play? Oh, I was gonna play "Paint This House," but "Hardly Breathing" was cool too. Okay, my I'm, shit was I'm, um, no, no such thing as too late. Oh yeah, that was that I was like that one shit. too. Um, it, what else is my shit on the uh, album? Uh, Let me go. 
Let don't me go you with this shit. Let me, let me go. go. Don't you let no, me. What was the but the song way she, she sings, was like, uh, just Brandy. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, uh, wildest dreams. That was the yeah. motherfucking Never shit. Read yes, my wildest dreams. Mm-hmm. 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 That was the shit. That one. That one was a a hot like two eleven was so hot. All right, um, I'm gonna play paint this house. I wish I could play this whole song. I wish I could play this whole project. But all right, y'all, we playing a brand new album this week. Here we go. But um, this is just a snippet of uh, Paint This House. Here we go. Amazing ass voice and production, like hashtag forever bad bitch. Like, like <laughs> Brandy be having me curse to listen to some of her music. I just be like, God damn. Like, uh, people want to say the vocal talent, Bible, man. but people don't want to respect the vocal Bible. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but, um, because y'all know how much how I feel about Don. So then, of course, obviously for Brandy, you know, we going up. So, uh, that was Paint This House. I could just go through and play all of the hot songs from this, but I am not going to. I just want everybody to take some time out of your busy, wonderful play schedules to listen to 211. After you're done feeling 211 and you want to come back to the future, remember we're talking about how hot Coco Jones is. Um, just to remind you that there is still some great R&B today if you don't feel like going back to the past and being nostalgic. But you all need to go do your homework if you haven't heard any of those songs anyway. Because I don't want some of y'all being like, well, I heard that one song and the album wasn't good because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the album. <laughs> uh-huh. So at least go hear 30 seconds of every song and then tell me that the album's not good. Because I'm still not going to believe you, but at least I know you gave a little bit more effort than you might have initially. Um, yeah, again, not a proper Music Man segment. I just wanted to shout Brandy out really quick because she's been on my heart. <clears throat> and um, I love Brandy. I just... Me too. Shout I out think to that... <laughs> I don't know. I just love Brandy. Like I was watching her on the game of Chardonnay. Like she's just a beautiful woman with a beautiful voice. And I just want and a beautiful spirit and soul too. Cause she's always just out here being so positive and crazy and cool. So shout out to Brandy. Just shout out to Brandy. Shout out to Brandy child. Somebody tell Brandy one how to come on the show so we can give her some flowers child. Just oh, give Brandy some flowers. That would be crazy. I don't even know what I would talk to Brandy about. I know but exactly what I would talk to Brandy about. <laughs> I would want to talk to her about you everything. tender headed. After years of braids, oh, I just want to know. <laughs> like we would be talking to the Black Cinderella, like that would be insane. Oh. What do you think about Ray J supporting Donald Trump? Ooh, she better. Actually, I don't think about it because <laughs> I don't. He's not my brother anymore, so they have to update the line. That is not Brandy's brother. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, uh, do you have any songs you would like to play today, uh, Fran? 
Um, I was gonna say no because I once again have just not really been listening to music like that. But randomly yesterday, I was in the living room, and you know when a song just pops into your head and you just start singing it at the top of your mm-hmm. lungs for no mm-hmm. reason at mm-hmm. all. This is a song. You make popped. me wanna la la. <laughs> this is a song. I was like, what am I going through? This is what popped into my head, and I sang it word for word. Breath for breath, ad lib. Where are you about to play? Mr. Blackberry Molasses. Yo, it came out of nowhere. That's such a beautiful fucking song. But those songs be hitting like that. It's like a particular set of songs, like, well, for me, like that and like Arrested Development. Like, I guess because of the era, it was just something there. And then Mm -hmm. they were so young and singing like that. And they was really feeling it because you could hear it in their voice. But you remember Fatty Cool Friend? Of course. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Miguel. (laughs) (laughs) Who owned all their asses? Fatty Cool. (laughs) But yes, that is the song that randomly popped into my head and it was a blast singing it. I was like, damn. And I then I sat and listened to like the rest of the that album. Cause it just took me back. This is a sweet album. It's gonna but. be some heartache and pain. Heartache and pain. Wow, wow. Ooh, uh, <laughs> that's friend. it for me. What about you, Dustin Ross? <laughs> this song is called "What Am I Gonna Do" by Reed Ink. Mm. Come on back, come on back, baby. 
okay? It's the range. What am I gonna do? Okay. <laughs> then we right? gonna keep it. Uh, we gonna keep it back there in the seventies. This is "Please Don't Go" by Casey and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> Things up to date. The last song we'll play is Boys a Liar Part 2 by the Pink Panthers and Ice Spice. This yes. is cute as hell, man. singing on that song. You just said that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so that's it for me this week. Well, then that is it for the Music Man segment, and Dustin, it is right back to you for TV Land. So, hey, hey. what you Boom. been watching? Love and Marriage DC. Now, let me tell you, I keep telling y'all to watch this show. I'm it watching. It comes on the OWN Network, and I get emotional every time they have scenes of a family drama in the Tyler household between little Jamie, who's the oldest son, the father and the mother, the way that Irena Tyler parents her children. She's a very loving mother and she's very reassuring. She fights with her husband, their father, to get him to be more loving and more compassionate towards the children. Damn. And, and it's so real. It's the realest shit in the world. And she also shout out to Ashley Silva, who is a natural born reality star who had a very transparent moment and scene with her mama this week. Her mom actually moved out the house when she was 16. You know, um, as she was 16, they had to fend for herself, going to the grocery what? store, cooking all that. Her mama paid the bills and gave her money, but she left the house and moved in with a man and oh, actually had shit. to raise herself, you know? And wow, her mom at 16. at 16, and her mom doesn't um, describe that time period the same way. She denies the abandonment component. Um, and so they had like a, you know, a really emotional scene, but it just proves the difference between a bunch of people arguing about lies and rumors versus 
people actually showing what's really going on in their lives on television and the richness that it provides. So just watch right. Love and Marriage DC. You'll enjoy that. Also, it's good. It's good. This, I, I'm, you know, I watched it on the TV because I streamed it um, on my TV. I mirrored it off my phone. Baddies West. Baddies West. I saw it. Side. Now, thoughts, Fran. <laughs> I want to know your thoughts from a perspective of, you know, the code, how things go. You know that, <laughs> you know that, what, what are your thoughts about the show, about the, the people on the show and the decisions and choices that make, and also, yes, you agree that Stunner Girl was right, right? I, n- <laughs> <laughs> That's how you opened it up? <laughs> Uh, okay. Maybe I should ask a question first. What is the point of this show? Maybe that'll help for me us reframe. to watch. It's entertainment. What's the point for of us to like watch. Housewives? What's there's no what's the point game. of Housewives? So they put so it's like real world kind of it's like strangers mm-hmm. in the house and just seeing what happens. But they mm-hmm. all happen to be women that like to fight. Mm-hmm. You, so you that, know what, friend? So it's not like real world. It's more like road rules. Because right. they travel road from city challenge. to city for their club. Uh, yep. And they, they have these little battles, which just so happen to be between themselves. It's like celebrity death match. Mm-hmm. Live. Live. Okay. Because I'm like, they. the issue I was having was I couldn't understand what how they're going to do anything on the show mm-hmm. if every scene someone is fighting. It's like... What are we going to do today? <laughs> How many episodes did you watch? I watched two. It was like the one that was, well, because I skipped the one where they were like breaking down who's going to be in it. And she was talking mm-hmm. to her mom and like her aunt. Oh, or so something. you skipped the first one. Because it was like, okay, I don't, what? No. There was a major yeah. fight at the end of the first one between Stunner Girl and Tommy. Did you see it? Was it the one where she was like, it's, it's kind of stuck in this room, and the, no. the and you, you missed the major fight. Oh, okay. So where was yes, that? At the, the end of episode one, like one. At the end of the well, episode, the when Natalie's well, well, talking well, in the, in the, about the people, it was in the middle because right after, because it was like they, right after they talked, introduced the girls. They do like the intro, and then they show that the photo, the, or they show the photo shoot rather. Yeah, you're right. And the photo shoot oh, is where the uh, so it fight was at happens. the end of that. Okay, see, that's why I missed that because I thought the whole episode was Natalie just breaking down. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was, was just like, like the first 30, 15, 30 minutes. Yeah, because I too was like, Skip. I don't want to. <laughs> and then I thought her aunt was her mom. I was like, is someone going to tell her that her aunt is really her mom? Like, or are we just is this a secret? And are they white? Well, so you didn't. Oh, well, Sarah, her, she was like, "Your mom's name is Karen," or whatever she said her mama name was. I was like, "Ooh, but yes." Oh, Miss Nunn. Remember when she walked in? She was like, "Oh, Miss Nunn." Yep, yep. But the point yep. is, I don't. I it's like it's so much fighting that I don't get how anything else is gonna happen. And I know that you like fights, Dustin, because you like like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Like Dustin watches like the bum fight DVDs and stuff, so I know this. <laughs> this is fun. Oh my god! <laughs> he said, <laughs> "Wow." <laughs> yes, I just was like, "I don't care." Ten toes. I, I do watch fights. I was <laughs> like, "What?" I don't. I I was like, the first couple fights was like interesting, but then it was like, "Well, what the hell are we gonna do with the rest of the show?" They couldn't get to Vegas. They couldn't mm-hmm. get on the bus. They couldn't. It's like. 
She's like, Stunner Girl, come out here, bitch. I'm going to show you how to stunt, bitch. Stunner, come on, Stunner Girl. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it to Stunner. Me still not fully knowing what happened, uh-huh. but she was not scared she ain't of... Having it. Is it uh, Nobody. Roly? Roly? Nobody. Yeah. And then, yeah. hold on, y'all. The Dominican girl... <laughs> Biggie. Oh my God, Biggie, Big Biggie. She had Big, me Biggie. fucking crying yeah, when I. <laughs> and she pretty. Like I like Biggie. It was sound but big. I feel but like she's she started that stuff. shit. <laughs> big Biggie. Yep. See, see. Put it up on your. Yeah, like playa. In Connecticut. But I like how she throws in the Spanish and then nobody knows what the fuck she's saying, but whoever's watching. <laughs> they be like, yeah, that, like, that part. Yeah. Uh-huh. All that. That blew me when she first started talking, and I realized this is a Dominican woman. And but yeah, I don't know. And and that low London girl's cute. Yeah, she's I love very Lo. cute. Why and I like that. And I like that she put the hoodie on, came back down, and was like, mm-hmm. "What's up?" I was like, "Oh, these girls are not scared <laughs> of Christian." You know what pissed me off in that scene? The, uh, DJ Sky. Me too. I, I, I don't understand. Who, so who is she? Like Christian's best friend? Like, mm-hmm. what's the situation there? Why is she just like there to take her chains off? Well, if you would have watched the entire first, no, I'm just playing. Right. So I would have no, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> no. <laughs> so she's a. Because they brought her on to be the road DJ, but they really brought her on to be uh, Krishan's babysitter. But what does that mean? A DJ to what? Because they're supposed to be uh, on the road going doing club appearances. So I get, I'm a, well, I'm assuming she's supposed to be DJing these club appearances, but she's always at the house writing. So I'm like, or watching and smoking. So I'm just like, girl, I don't really know why you here. And then the whole time she was talking, I was like, I still don't know why you here. Yeah, her voice is gone, but why are you here? Like, I, I definitely would have told her to shut the fuck up if I was London, low London, when I was trying to talk. She kind of did, though. Like, she was like, why are you speaking for her? And then she let her respond, like, because if she don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I'd have broke crazy. a record that day. <laughs> I'd have bro- broke one of them records over Listen, her motherfucking head. And honestly, I felt like Lo was ready. Like, cause the way she was quiet, like I could, I felt like she was thinking about it. I was like, she was like, should I get this bitch too? Cause she 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 about to get I me. I felt she like she was a little scared of Kashan though, though. I mean, cause Lo, she knows. I mean, because Lo, she doesn't want to fight, and she, she will, will. But she's not one of those like, oh, I will fight. Like she's like, oh, we fighting? Fuck it, then let's fight. Like mm-hmm. she don't really want to fight. And a like, girl instigating, you gotta get your lick back. You gotta get your lick yeah, back. I'm saying, get your lick, get back. your lick back, Roy Razor. <laughs> she's cute to me, but yes, yeah, Razor. Yeah, yeah, Razor is cute. I mean, she be having them jail tactics though. That's what that be. That's what that all of that was. Like she's still, especially because then she was like at the top of the steps. Just watching people. I was <laughs> yeah. like, "How you egg it her on like and then stand up watching your mess?" And then the um, Scotland is that Scotty? Yeah, Scotty. Scotland. They started calling her, but yeah, well, Scotty. Very random. I was like, "Yep, another random." <laughs> I don't know. I, I still. I guess I gotta understand more. It's just, it's just a cast of women, and there's conflict, and it's supposed to be. And this is season two, is, right? This is three. Oh shit! This is this is three. But mind you, this is an offshoot of the Bad Girls Club, as we talked about before. But Bad Girls Club was on TV, so it's like they wanted you to fight, but they didn't really want you to like fight. Here we got blood gushing, can't get shit done. Like, I mean, like I feel like there still needs to be some producers behind, or the, like because the problem is too many of these girls 
they've given them EP titles, so they all feel like they run shit, so they do whatever mm. they want. On this like, show, the only ones that have it, though, are Natalie. She's the executive producer, and, and Tommy, Tommy is right? the only one that has a producer yeah, credit. Yeah, I saw it. The episode. Oh. Season well, one, they did what you talking about, which is giving oh, EP well, credits no, I'm, to all well, girls I'm talking shit. about, because Krishan keeps talking about she run everything, and she made she everybody. She's just saying so she, that, because like, she feels like, like she's more popular than them. Right. Yeah, like these these girls are just running around here acting like they have all this clout and this esteem and they can mm-hmm. act however they want. There needs to be somebody in the back to keep them in line, whether it's them threatening their bag or being like, well, girl, you know, if someone calls the cops, we're not liable or whatever. It needs to scare these bitches into being like, all right, well, I'm going to go, out, like, but I'm going to still put my priorities first, which is making this entertaining, which doesn't have to always be fighting. Y'all, those mm-hmm. knots, those three knots on mm-hmm. London. Yeah, on Lowe's. Oh, when she turned so, around, <laughs> I She said I she had to yelled. wear a hat to the club. I was like, I know that hat was sitting high honey god woo. damn i ain't never seen nothing like that look at like like these things. that Krishan <laughs> did not disappoint <laughs> she look for, for the people watching for the rock what it, like what do rock. y'all think of this season like is it better than the last seasons are y'all so, are yeah. there new so far, people yeah. are there new people or is a lot of old oh, yeah. people there's new so, people they they actually did a casting, so there's like people from that. So they brought back people from the baddies that they've been mm-hmm. doing. They brought back actual Bad Girls Club along with some new girls, mm-hmm. and then they brought like offshoots who just fit the franchise. You know, such as Tommy and um, such as Tommy and Roly. Well, Roly was on last season, but yeah, because even Roly was like on a different zoo show before she came on. But it's like they're building their own Zeus universe. Oh, so you know who cool. else I like? The one that was like kind of trying to calm Stunner down. Miss Cat. Yeah, like she just seemed chill. No, I don't know. Where was Why all you making that? that face? I ain't gonna let them jump you and shit. They literally jumped. They literally. <laughs> I ain't say they jumped her, but when she was fighting Tommy, Roly got was some hits in. She sitting on the couch. <laughs> the cat was quiet as a mouse. And why they do them like that with the beds? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just, has there should stamina. be a law. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she Rolly does. don't get there tired she... and Stunner don't give a fuck. Stun- and, and she I respect said that too, Stunner and I was like, girl, girl I know. I, yeah, honestly, yeah, I respect everybody her. right now. Well, not everybody, but like on, on those fronts, anybody. I can't pick a side. Like, I'm like, all right, you know, both y'all, y'all, y'all standing on what y'all saying, so I ain't mad at nobody right now. So, but when Stunner Rolly first, him. when they first got into it on that bus, and Rolly was like, don't be saying fuck everybody, Stunner girl was like, not you, I'll fuck with you. I'm not talking to you, Rolly was like, would you get it? So, Stunner Girl mm, was with it. Activated. And then Biggie, Biggie was talking shit to Stunner Girl. Stunner Girl wasn't saying nothing to none of them. And they started with her. And she just ain't having it. Now, is she a little extreme with it? Some may say yes. But that also, <laughs> when you're in that environment, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have yeah. to have higher boundaries. You can't take no disrespect. It's like and prison. Especially coming off the audition. Yeah. Especially coming off the audition where, you know, uh, Tommy trying to snatch the ticket back from you and, and throwing a drink at you after Suki trying to fight you, too, after you had to try to fight the other girls to get to see them. And that's why you need to see the fight and see in episode one, Fran, because it's well, I literally... Go back. I didn't think it was the actual show. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, a, so it's the literally reason you can just skip right past them talking happens. to them. Mm. And then Lo it's, getting in Krishan's face about being late and got her out. You said she got in her face, though. She, she didn't get no, it. No, but she did this. She did, she did do, do that, that but to people. She did do that. But once she you did, put your finger that, in my and, face like that and you're talking to me, it's it, like it interesting. my blood. Like, you can't mm-hmm. do that. But I find it interesting that everybody could read that Lo was so non-confrontational that they didn't even say anything about that. Because watching that, I'm thinking like, oh, Krishan finna get her right now. Because Krishan already was looking like she <laughs> was about she to get her. 
wasn't non-confrontational. She was like, she, she you was, was trying late, to nice it, and like because she was trying to be straight up and be like, you was late. But also, it wasn't just you; it was some other people. But girl, I was still saying that you was late because she was trying to let her know she was being real. But it came off like you keep trying to say this, and I she hear kept you, bitch, and you're not trying to say, say anything like, in the first place. Like, what's it to you? Right, that's number right. one, and that was Krishan saying, you know, I wouldn't tell passed. the next bitch nothing. Like. <laughs> right. Like the people you mad at is production, and then that's when she was that's when she was backing up during the fight. Like you know, okay, you you said your call time was different, so maybe it's production fault. Da, da, da. But really, at the end of the day, girl, it and I love Lo. At the end of the day, it was always production's fault because <laughs> if any of these girls are late, and y'all, yes, y'all have to wait, but production still could fit something somehow. And she you didn't need to them. talk to her like that. No. I, I don't think she needed to be punched. <laughs> But I understood why. I don't think she deserved to be hit because that's a lot. Like, it's still a lot. But she was playing with her. But I didn't understand why for low because they both don't know each other. That's the major reason why I understood why. (laughs) That's the biggest reason. (laughs) That was the major takeaway as to, okay, I understand why because they don't know each other. So that's why she got fucked up because... For you to sit there, like, low kept coming and it was like, girl, if you don't know her, you need to honestly let it go or not say nothing. Or wait till a point later when y'all could laugh. Like, girl, you know, I wasn't feeling you that first day because you was late. But, you know, now, da, da, da. Or she still might punch you then. not say nothing. You know, like, <laughs> look, because I'm saying if you still feel like you got to say something, you said it then, you know, you still get, had a nice moment before. But, like, girl, you could have just let it go. So, Mm-mm. but shout out to low I was actually pleased to see that she was returning or going to be on this season. And, oh, uh, she's not new. Her. She's from the previous one. She's from, she's from the um, original uh, Bad Girls Club. Oh. Well, not the first one, but like the, the original franchise. Oh shit! Okay, that's yeah. Her cat, her cat, and um, you know, obviously Natalie, and um, is there one other person, or are those only original? So how, uh, so how are they allowed to do this? To their like, contract's been up. Well, yeah, no, th- they to replicate the show. Well, because they call it baddies. It's not bad girls club. It's baddies, baddies west, baddies south. Wow, and they could just do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Damn. Okay. I ain't mad. Get your money. Neither them girls. <laughs> yep. Natalie getting paid. Them them girls have a second chance at you know working in entertainment. This capacity is fine for them. They they okay with everything involved. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> Fuck it. That's how I feel. I'm gonna watch it, and that's it. Like okay. you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. torn. I'm torn because it's just so. From an entertainment standpoint, I get it. It's like they've grown. They are. They know what the show's about. You know. They enjoy participating. And that, but that's what I'm saying. They're grown. They know what it's about, and they want to be on it. And people even audition to be on mm-hmm. it. So there's that element. But the friend side. <laughs> I know. I know. I just want to hug everyone and say you don't have to do this until they be like, get right. off of me, and until they elbow try to fight, accident, and then I like, be on the show. Friend. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you and I feel you. And the, the problem is, this is going to sound, this is going to be a terrible take. <laughs> there are other apps out there that do this very same thing. Where they thing. fight on the apps? Yes. They make these, they make these uh, video apps, like these subscription services. Like even, uh, what's her name? Uh, Big Lex. She is on one of these apps where she, she has her own version. Now that's TV on. or something. What do you so, mean? Like after people fight friend, and watch it? Friend, we are this is just you, you have to you have to really think about what things what used to be and what could be now and be like, that makes sense, right? When when I realized because someone tried to make me watch this big Lex show, it was it was supposed to be like a ripoff of like Jocelyn's Cabaret slash Charm School. Mm-hmm. And it, it was very, very low budget, but tons of comments and probably tons of subscribers of this app I had never even heard of. 
And they probably make money and they're in smaller cities and they're doing a lot bigger things because they have easier access to certain things too. So they, they probably are able to retain a lot more of this money to spread and pay people cheaply to have this small look on the internet, not realizing nobody even knows this app, but so many people do. So I think it's just interesting that Bad Girls Club, I mean, Bad Girls Club, Zeus comes along and they, you know, find the formula. Maybe they're one of the early uses of the formula and they are so successful with it. And this season, not necessarily, but I'm just curious to see how Mm -hmm. Zeus's content continues to evolve. Like I'm curious to see. Evolve is a tricky word. Well, (laughs) I like to see the evolution of certain elements that, could always use work every season on these shows. So I'm just wondering if there's going to be some sort of like revolution when content changes, things like that. Like, you they know, I'm always bring, about the information. They need to bring Ayanla on. She would be perfect Zeus content. Like, you know, you know, in marriage boot camp where they have like Judge Toller. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Toller. Judge Toller. Toller. How they have her in the house or she pops up, whatever. They need to have Ayanla. For real. And they can call it, they can call it Ayanla House. <laughs> And have her talk to these girls. She will fight. Them, them she girls will, will, will put their hands on you. Could you imagine? <laughs> I will beat every one of you in here. With oh, about good yeah. Lord. Don't you think they need a therapist? They need. They tried that. It didn't work. Oh, wait. Well, wait, did they had some, oh no, it was conversations or some shit. Never mind. It wasn't therapy. There was like one shot I felt like they were trying to do the therapy thing for a second. I was like, this is Like those one-on-one good. conversations that like yeah. Bobby lights and, uh. Yeah, but it was like an earlier version of it. And I feel like, uh, what was his name? Like Michael Blackson was on it, but I might be confusing this with something Blackson. else. So. He had a show. You are. He had a, a show, an yeah. interview, a, satir- a satirical interview show on there. Okay. Yeah. That's what it was. Oh, but yeah. Goodness. They could have all kinds of content. Though. I don't they need think music content. For that because Krishan literally did an interview where she said she was excited to come back to show off her fighting skills again. <laughs> she said that, like, literally verbatim. Now she's been practicing. Skills. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. I just suggest those shows this week, and we will tear back in next week. That's all, all I got. Right. So that means I think that's it, y'all. That's the end of this week's episode. We love you so much, and we will catch you guys next week. Most of y'all. <laughs> all right. We'll stay black and protect your magic. Bye.